You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, every Thursday. We're the NXT guys. We are the NXT guys. It's eh. been a big, big week. Eh. 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 Has it? Eh. What's there to talk about? Uh, Not much. No. uh, No, nothing to talk about. Yes, there's lots to talk about. You can listen to us, uh, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Spotify. The YouTube is BDE official. You put up a a post tailgate video up there. So uh, our our buddy Albert and and his boy, they did a little bit of a video for our takeover tailgate. And then you went and you put the Johnny Gargano video like into that somehow. You integrated that. Yeah, with into- some reaction shots. Yeah, so things. go yeah. check that out instantly. It's I super think Matt cool. Ross has the best face in that video. Our, our friend Matt Ross loses his mind it's, when we reveal Gargano. You could take his face there and put it in the streak ending video. <laughs> yeah. It's just eyes wide open, mouth wide open. He was very shocked that <laughs> we got Gargano at the tailgate. So go check that out because it's really awesome. But yes, we are the NXT guys and it's a big week. In the world of NXT. Yeah. Everyone uh, has been messaging us, being like, guys, are you... What's are you okay? Going what's yeah. going on? How are you guys feeling about this? Well, this is what we're here to talk about today, really. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should just talk about this right off the top. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's old news now. I mean, it's only two days old news, but it's right. old news. Uh, NXT is moving to the USA Network. Yes. will be live from Full Sail and is moving to two hours. Two hours from full sale every week on the USA Network in the US. How does this affect you and your life? <sighs> Man, uh, I've gotten a little older. Okay. And I've had to, you know, you watch a lot of, st- as a wrestling fan, uh, you, you cut things out that you like to watch mm. and you stay with the stuff that you, uh, sorry, you cut things that you don't like to watch and you stay with the stuff you do. Uh, I've cut a lot out 
in my past few years, specifically like main roster stuff. I just pick and choose what I want to watch. Uh, Twitter is great for that. You see people say, wow, uh, this was so great this week. Cool. Click that. Watch that. That's wrestling. I do uh, NXT because it's like... It's like the cool hipster of the wrestling. Yeah. I mean, it kind of was. It's the underground. Not the underground, but like the up and coming, mm. kind of the fresh faces, a lot of new characters, a lot of new stuff, developmental. One hour, easy to watch. So we did a podcast on it. Really great. Really mm. easy. Easy. Simple. But now, it's moving to two hours. I know. So how do we feel about that? <laughs> well, I've already put my notice in at work, and I'm <laughs> breaking up with Kim later today. Yeah, so, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. You can't so have I, I'm all prepared yeah, for yeah, this. Yeah, you're set. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much what you have to do. Um, two hours, NXT, every week on a Wednesday, which is live, which is I think is the best move they could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a little worried that they were going to announce a two-hour show that wasn't live. And I was like, guys, you're going to air stuff that is pre-taped already. Yeah. And they're not going to do that. So I'm super excited, actually. Um, I would say that making it two hours um, and then the live thing counteract each other. I'm not mad at the two hours. You know, I'm... Because it's live. I'm not mad about uh, NXT being two hours. As you said, it's so difficult now because I'm sure you're the same. We're going to want to watch AEW as well. Of course, of course. So... It's, it's, you're adding basically three more hours of programming a week if we're including AEW uh, that we need to watch and find time to watch as well as go to work and have our social lives and Mm -hmm. things. That's the only thing that uh, worries me about the two hour thing. I am kind of confident that they're not going to lose quality with being two hours. I think, right. I think, it'll go I think it, it's time. I think it's time to evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. That's what you Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, just their roster is so big now, mm-hmm. but I do want to s- still see it. The same kind of model. Don't have the same pe- people on every week. Sure. Don't feel the need. Now it's a live TV show. Is it going to be the case where we see Adam Cole every single week? Um, I would still like them to do this rotation of characters. Mm-hmm. And I think you've got a lot more characters now uh, to play with and to build interest in. If they still kind of... I, you, I mean, you can't call it developmental now. No. But if you still kind of treat it the way it has been for the last year or two, I think it could work. Um, well, Chris Jericho's calling it the minor leagues. This is the minor Chris league. Jericho runs his mouth. <laughs> I, I think that... You will maybe see uh, more of the same characters week by week. I think that will change just a tiny little bit. I think instead of getting the 10, 15-minute matches that we get on the one-hour show, that's kind of like the TV payoff mm-hmm. matches, you're going to get more of those, which is good for the like the stories will we'll kind of have more time to, to, to move and stuff like that. I know that we, we like the, the one-hour format because sometimes like a story will go this week and then next week it's like they'll play a video or something that yeah. happened to, to let it prolong and let it kind of breathe and stretch out. I think we'll still see that. It'll just be a little bit more like intricate and I more so. like, um, I think it'll, I think it'll help the brand a lot. Um, I instantly going to say that the only way they're going to instantly start off with this huge bang, this, this real, uh, get your attention. And that is the undisputed era. Uh, they're the New World Order of NXT. Mm. They're the four guys. They're clowns. They're the jokers. They're the the bad guys that are cool, and they sell a lot of t-shirts. This is the the group right now that a lot of people, I think, are going to be 
drawn into to want to watch. And I think that that's kind of, they're in the right place at the right time right now. You have Adam Cole as your champion going into this new show. That's a good way to start the show. This guy could be champion for the rest of the year, for all we know. And I think it's probably a really smart move. It's just like, he's already a name. And if you don't know him, you're probably already learning about him. And you're going to want to watch and see what he does. Um, for the, the first night, I, th- I imagine they add in some sort of big match announcement in the coming weeks to kind of get us to draw into mm. that first September 18th, which is going to be great. I think a lot of the characters will do good. Some of the characters will not. Like, we, we joke on this show about having a lot of our jobber cops, like mm. our Nikos Rikoses and our JC and Chris. You're going to see these guys on now USA Network. Like, yeah. these characters are going to show up to job out to, to people. It's just very interesting because things are so different when you watch Raw and then you watch NXT. So what's going to what's gonna be the middle ground here of what is really... W- it, it's going to have to hit you over the head that it's WWE. Yeah, I I just, I'm hoping, I was watching this week's episode, and they had a an in-ring promo to start off, and, mm-hmm. and they often do with NXT, right. but they're still short. It's like five to ten minutes tops. Mm-hmm. You don't have that long-winded 20-minute <sighs> segment. It's half hour. Yeah. Raw goes it half is, hour. It now. is. Stephanie McMahon. And I hope long. they just still stick to that, still keep it the wrestling show. We're building up to uh, five big wrestling matches every two to three months. Sure. Uh, we have good quality wrestling. The other thing, I know WWE have been playing about with commercial breaks mm-hmm. a lot recently. They did uh, no no wrestling through commercial breaks and stuff like that. Right. And they've gone back to the old ways now where they will take a break during yeah. a match. That's something that's going to change with NXT because obviously we watch the matches on the network straight through. Mm-hmm. However, we've... You, it's one of your pet peeves. Oh, 100%. We watch NXT, uh, and you'll see a full 10-minute match right the way through, mm-hmm. no breaks, and then it will cut to a WWE shop yes. commercial, or get the network on the network. And I'm like, yeah, I'm watching the network. Yeah, and stuff like that. Now, I don't see why they can't still just place the commercials in the same positions as usual. Right. I would still like right. to just see 10, yeah, my 15 gripe, minutes yeah, yeah. as a full segment commercial that's my gripe with wwe they they teased this no commercials in in matches thing and Mm. then they did it the wrong way yeah so i'm like guys that's not the issue that's where they make their money Mm. don't that's why the commercials is where commercials pay my yeah i work in tv i I, they pay my bills however you 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 promote that you start you do a crazy long commercial break before the entrances you do all the entrances you do the match commercials after you do your yeah your 10 15 minute program promo to start the show Commercials. Yeah. Your first match for 10, 15 minutes, commercials. Yeah. You're setting up another feud, video packages, stuff. You watch Raw, you watch Raw, and like for the past fucking, I don't know, it feels like 10 fucking oh. years, Stephanie McMahon will come out, start the show with Welcome Triple H, they'll Monday say some night, shit. Raw. They'll talk for 35 plus minutes without yeah. going to break. So why can't we have wrestling without going, like, why yeah. can't we have wrestling? It's, it's very you know true. I mean? So NXT, they'll, they'll be like, cool, we're going to break. We'll, will this match continue? And then it's like, shop and i'm like yeah. no, no 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 guys i'm already i'm already in your i already pay you guys like yeah. let's go give us give us the the match so that that you're right that'll probably have to change in some capacity they'll probably just stick to the classic monday night rock kind of thing like it's on it's on usa i imagine they stick to a formula where they do rest they do this 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 way and so like they've all learned where the camera is now well that's what now is for. now they've got to learn that chin lock 
Oh, Waiting's yeah. favourite, that chin lock. Oh, we're going to commercial break? Yeah. Ugh. Well, and then Michael Cole with his... Michael Cole is always... You can tell when they're going to commercial. Yeah. I'm like... It's like Pavlov dog. Like, Michael Cole can say a few words and I can already get up from my seat to go do something. I love it. Occasionally it happens where he'll... He'll do the thing where his voice raises. Yeah. Oh, and... We're not going to And such and such is in control, and... Yeah, okay, and then there's... (laughs) (laughs) Because someone's like, eh, we're not taking the break. Oh, no, two more minutes, two more minutes. Um, Do you think, uh, aesthetically, it's going to change at all? Do you think this is a good opportunity to change the set, change the logo? Sure. Uh, maybe not the logo, because I think the logo... They, they alter the logo here and there a little bit. Yeah. Like the, I'm looking right now, you were drinking out of uh, an NXT cup mm. that you got from uh, TakeOver yeah. Toronto. And like the NXT logo looks already different in that cup than it does on some of the other stuff. So I was just aware when they did the press release during this show, mm-hmm. uh, NXT on USA, the, the, they had NXT in like a gold... Uh, font, but right. it was different to the classic one, and I don't know if that was yeah. going to be the new logo. Yeah, or... yeah I think so. It I looked... think it's a good opportunity to just freshen up the look a bit. Yeah, I definitely, and I, I, it's in full sale, so like we've been hating on the the full sale crowd mm. every now and then. I know the internet loves to hate on the full sale crowd. How is that going to affect a live show? I think it could be good. I think for the first few weeks, as we've said, it's it's fatigue. The, mm-hmm. It's often the same people going Always. to all these tapings and they're sitting through three, four hours, wow. five hours of tapings. Um, just going to a two hours that they know is live. Um, I think they can bring the energy. I think the energy is being brought because it, this is a move. This is a power move on mm. their part. Like uh, the whole wrestling world, like if you've been following wrestling, you've been following AEW, you've been intrigued to say the least, even if there's the WWE fans who are like super negative, which I find quite odd actually uh, the past few months. You find on like the internet and p- even meeting people, SummerSlam weekend and such, like some people are very stuck to WWE ways, and they will not want to talk to you about AEW or the spot monkeys known as the Young Bucks. Like mm. some people are really against this AEW stuff, which I don't understand why. But to each their own. I think that this this now is throwing this like monkey wrench in their. It, it, it won't mess them up, but like, yeah, I'm gonna choose to watch NXT over AEW simply because. We're the NXT guys, and we're your NXT friends, and we want to do this show for you every week. But, like, it would be hard for me to pick. So I want to know what what some people are thinking. Like, would you pick... Is it like the Monday Night Wars again, where you kind of have to say, okay, well, tonight's Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream they're advertising, but also it's Jericho uh, Omega again. Like, what do I... You got to choose. Like, how is that going to affect... Or do you just not do that kind of thing and just do your own thing? I mean, I think people that want to watch both will watch both. To be honest, I I found... I know the wars was a thing, but I found this back in the 90s as well. There was something called a VCR. You could record one, watch it later. definitely, definitely. It's... I don't see the big deal. I think fans that are going to want to watch both, sure. will find a way to watch both. I mean, NXT is still going to be on the network. It's still going to be on the next day. So they add it the um, next day. Yeah. I I can see them... Uh, I can see that first... The first couple of AEW weeks, definitely. People are going to probably choose that over NXT. Mm-hmm. But I think NXT could hype up for something very big on that yes. first Yes, I have a feeling the first show is going to be very, uh, very big for well, NXT. Well, I, I think the show that goes against AEW in the first week will be oh, the big right. one. Oh, right, yeah, true. Because oh, they're going to want to pull out all the in stops. In October, right? Yeah. Um, the fir- they know they're going to get 
views on that first NXT episode. So yeah. in a way, they don't really need to do anything huge for that. Sure. Because uh, the attraction of it being the first live two-hour USA Network mm-hmm. NXT is enough for fans. I, I just, think. I think they're, I think this is a, a really, it's a bold move to do. And they, and the, you know, the internet, the dirt sheets, they're all saying that it's Triple H still running the ship mm. here for NXT. It's his baby. It's he's Papa Trips. Uh, and I think that he's set like realistically, he's just been very smart. Look, we've said it on this show. There's a reason that like certain guys aren't just being pushed right away mm. because he's like setting them up. He's lining everything up. Yeah. For future, like he he's he saw what the long term storyline booking could do for NXT, and now he's doing that with just everything booking. I think you see that with. I mean, we'll obviously get to it in the show, yeah. but you see that with Riddle and yes. Dane. Oh, they're going to be very big. Riddle, stars. you know, is going to be big. Is going to be the guy. Yeah. But it's there's no room for him to be the guy exactly. yet, and there's no rush to get him mm-hmm. there yet. What does? Uh, NXT need right now, we don't really have a a big monster heel. So give the rub to that guy for now. Sure. Like, build up Dane, because Riddle is a star in everyone's eyes already. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it is playing the long game. It's it's playing the long game, because this show is aiming for people like you and me. Mm. We're, uh, like, younger dudes. We're not, like, older married families who watch WWE programming. We're, like, the young kind of guys that are into the AEW. So they want to attract that same audience. Like, WWE is, like, the whole grand scheme. It's everyone. It's the variety show. You got your fiends. You got your your 24-7 title garbage. You got, well, not garbage, but, like, what you know, like, you like different shit that's yeah. not maybe what I want to watch. But this is geared specifically towards me so it's smart that they're going it is that kind of uh it, like the aew crowd is very similar to this crowd mm. it's the same age group, absolutely demographic but when you're booking this long-term wise like yeah matt riddle is going to be like a huge star a huge player in this uh this show like you could see him for the next year here being here um you like i said with the undisputed era you got these these four guys that's like gonna l- definitely lead this pack into this whole uh, on usa network and uh then you have your your keith lee's and your dijaks like lined up almost ready you have your velveteen dream who should never be called up <laughs> at least for another well, year i don't two. i don't think there will really be it's not anymore. Co- yeah call-ups is not a thing now so also with it being split so you've got um SmackDown on Fox and Raw and NXT on USA. I'd be interested to see if there's going to be more of a separation now between Raw and SmackDown hmm. and maybe more crossover between NXT and Raw. Raw. So build up for not this year because mm-hmm. it's coming up very soon, but like next year's Survivor Series, have an NXT invade Raw. Oh, 100%. Have SmackDown yeah. be doing their own thing, but they're kind of, we've got these USA properties now. Mm-hmm. So. Instead of doing call-ups, have your stars on all three brands. But yeah. you could have interaction a bit. I think it will make it Well, I think the Street Profits will be staying on NXT, but you keep them on Raw. Like It's kind of like this weird crossover. It's almost like we've, we've praised NXT for being not WWE in the mm. essence where they, they don't fuck around and act like we're dumb. We know these are real people, and everything interacts with other people. Mm. So in NXT, we saw with that Nikki Cross storyline last summer where... 
it's like a butterfly effect. This affects this person, but it also affects this character and this character will affect this part of the show. That's what's going to kind of, I think they're moving things into play more often. And you've been, we've seen it more so in WWE. Like they, they kind of tie little things in together now and then that's because people who were working for NXT are now working for the main roster. But I think you're going to see more of that. Like the, the street profits showing up on raw and like talking some shit or something, but then, they're in your brain and you know who they are now. So when you, you tune in yeah. as a first-time viewer to NXT, you're like, oh, you go, I know those oh guys. it's those guys from Raw. Oh, those guys are the guys who always don't wrestle, but they always talk shit and they're then funny. Then you see them in a match and, and you go, like, oh, oh, wow, they're really good as well. So, yeah, it's a good, like, draw into to bring into there. But also, like, NXT guys would always, like, just randomly pop up. Maybe not, like, debut, but, like, Pete Dunne shows up on a Raw in the UK. Yeah. Like, Sami Zayn shows up in Montreal. It used like, to happen a bit more. Yeah. It hasn't for a while. No. Um, but, yeah. Totally. Things like things like that help definitely uh, to bring more people into the Wednesday nights. I just I think that this looking at it like even on paper is just like yeah, it's the smart move for them to to be Completely. doing this. It just makes so much sense. There, there's there's money to be made, and with money to be made means now that these guys with these quote unquote developmental deals are going to probably be paid more. I mean, like a it, lot more. hopefully they are. And if they're staying in full sale as well, that's a wicked gig. Oh, well, I get to just live in Florida. Yeah. I'm not traveling. I'm not paying for travel right. and accommodation. Of course. I'm living right by where I work yeah. and I pop in once a week to do... Sure, they do their traveling tourings. Yes, yes. But... That's, oh, that's, that's a the sweet dream. gig. Yeah, that's and a now, sweet dream right there. surely their pay structure has to change it will with be making changing. that kind of money. Yeah, it will be changing. Once you add advertisers into a show, that your, your show... Like, the, the NXTs are already online looking to be making a lot more money. Yeah. So, like, once you... Well, the deal's 50 million yeah, for a year. So, there you go. almost a million a, a week. So, like, that's, that's crazy. So, a lot of these guys are good. Yeah, they're going to be expecting... Uh, you know, you're gonna, we're going to be seeing more of that Adam Cole in those private jets. Well, Kyle and his dad have got a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, so, they uh, they announced the USA deal and Undisputed Era is getting a yacht. Yeah. With their logo right on the front. <laughs> that's how it's going to be. Yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, I, I will say, I think it's a really good move. I think it just makes the most sense. I, I don't want to see it kind of get watered down or lost in your weekly shuffle I, I just want it to keep its own identity it has its own identity yes, it yes. does feel different don't to turn it into down. don't turn it into superstars no don't turn it into your main event turn try it into and, NXT the way it is also try and keep like there's no reason why you shouldn't still be writing blocks of four episodes to have some sort of obviously there can be slight changes here mm. and there but plan ahead write four episodes at a time as if you're doing a taping it's weird because last year again I'm just going to praise the year of 2018 in the world of NXT oh, it's which the best, is the best year of which NXT which is why this is happening like the, the, the praise and the eyes and the attention it got is why this is happening now because of what it got um, like the fact that an argument people have on pay-per-view weekends in the past few years is yeah this WWE show is good but it wasn't as good as last night's takeover yeah like that's what people have been saying for the past like two three years so this is like just slowly changing it's it's so smart it's so WWE taking over the world like look uh, we're creating competition for ourselves mm. we're not even paying attention to the actual competition we're literally just going to compete with ourselves and take money from you more ways uh, I think it's genius I think it's a great idea I'm super excited to watch this um, I'm I am going to be checking out AEW on Wednesday nights. Like you said, there's a thing called the internet. You can find everything on there. You can find live streams. You can find all sorts of things. So, uh, like for people wondering, you know, we're in, we're Canadian. You're not, not yet. You're going to be, um, 
we don't we're not told we don't get it on tv yet so like what am i supposed to do yeah if i can't watch it am i supposed to sit patiently and wait for the, i'll wait for the dvd yeah <laughs> like mm, sorry not yeah. that's not how it works in no. the in the wild wild west of uh watching things and streaming but i i think it's uh it's a good move and i'm super excited to do uh more more of uh, of reviews every week so I, I guess um every thursday yeah you can still listen to us up next wherever you get your podcast because we will be continuing to do this we're going to be doing it every thursday uh we try to do it thursday mornings but uh we'll see how it works out uh it's a two-hour show well i think i think with for me, I'm going to change my schedule. Yeah. I think I am going to be able to do it a bit earlier sure. than usual, hopefully. Yeah. Um, shall we announce what we're doing for the first show? Yes. Yeah, so the first show, September 18th, mm. we will be doing a, a special inaugural NXT start the season off right. That's all we'll say for right now. Yeah. We'll be doing a, a live show right after that, the Wednesday night. We might have a guest or two join yeah. us or we'll be joining someone else think you can put it together but look for that the wednesday the september 13th the 18th. launch the 18th except September 18th. september 18th the launch of nxt on usa uh we will be doing a, a special for that i definitely. think that's a good time to segue into a little plug because uh, okay. i'm gonna be doing a couple of little shows Ooh. this weekend with Ooh. a couple of guests i know check this out um now with the with the move of nxt nxt basically isn't developmental anymore it's becoming its own brand i mean it kind of has been for a while uh that leaves a little slot on the network and word on the street is that might be filled with by evolve Mm -hmm. um which had its first network special about a month ago uh so we thought it would be a good idea to jump on board early and start reviewing these evolve shows everything evolves Everything evolves. So there's uh, two shows going on this weekend. Unfortunately, you're uh, you're out of action I, this weekend. Well, you know, like with with SummerSlam weekend, I'm still tired from oh, all yeah. this stuff. <laughs> and uh, I I actually told my mom I would dog sit for her while she goes out nice. for a wedding for the weekend, and I com- I forgot. But I was like, you know what? I should. Uh, I said yes. Yeah, I got it. Oh, that's fine. So I'm taking the week off, baby. Uh, so we have Evolve thirty uh, one thirty three on Saturday. Um, and obviously Evolve has a load of guys you know from NXT, so it's a good show for us mm-hmm. to cover. Uh, looks like it could be a great show. We have uh, Baba Tunde from The Greatest Royal Rumble. Oh, yes. Uh, versus NXT's Sean Maluda. Okay. Uh, Anthony Green versus Kurt Stallion. AR Fox versus Joe Gacy in an Anything Goes match. A non-title match between Anthony Henry and Austin Theory. NXT future champion. Exactly. J.D. Drake versus Kushida. Whoa. Kushida's on the card. Amazing. And the main event is Josh Briggs versus Matt Riddle. So this pretty much is NXT. It feels like NXT. So this is on Saturday uh, on Club WWN, um, which I believe is $9.99 for the month. If you want to subscribe to watch this or watch by any other means you can find, (laughs) Uh, I will be doing... Uh, a review of this show Saturday night with Wei Ting and then Sunday night uh, we have just two matches announced for Evolve 134 and it's a WWE Cruiserweight title match between Drew Gulak and Kushida Whoa. we've seen these two go at it yes. before they've had great matches I think nice. this could tear it down I gotta check that out and we have a triple threat main event for the Evolve title with your champion Austin Theory defending against J.D. Drake and Josh Briggs and Sweet. 
I will be covering this show uh, with Jason Solomon from Solomonster's Sound Off podcast. Amazing. A very popular podcast, been running for a long, long time. So it'll be great to have uh, Jason on the show. That's fucking sweet. Look, look at us go. We have our own little, our own little uh, network. Yeah. of things happening. So check out all of those shows this upcoming weekend on our feed. Uh, you can follow us on everywhere, wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to us right now. So that's some news for us. Yeah. There's a lot of wrestling news going on. Like for for being like a a little kid wrestling fan, it doesn't matter. You're just gonna watch your Raw and SmackDown. It's fine. Yeah. But when you're kind of like in this weird smarky territory, you're gonna want to check out all these other mm. crazy things that are happening. So more more wrestling, so much wrestling. Mm. Wow. You know, we didn't even discuss this. Now that NXT moves to this new slot, like ugh, the inevitable is finally happening. Kona Reeves on television wow prime time television kona reeves you know finest. if they want to make a big big splash on september 18th i think we're due a return of riddick moss wow riddick moss, riddick moss on the oh, usa yeah. well, isn't he isn't he with the tag team now some is he he's with like the guy from impact or, i don't know God. the further forgotten sons <laughs> that's a, that should the the forgotten son should say a gimmick because like it's gonna be hard to keep these like I don't even want to say BC level guys. Mm. I'm, talk, I'm talking about, and not, I don't want to say Z or Z, but like I'm talking like your X level guys. Like not very good, not very famous, but like a lot of people don't know or care about them. So uh, it's going to be interesting how they maneuver the jobber cop scenario. Jobber into- cop. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to see more Nikos Ricos. Oh, God. On yeah. USA Network. That's definitely. Um, I guess that's that's all. Uh, how how are you doing? That we just started off with wrestling. Time. Yeah, how are you doing this week? I'm pretty we good. Go into this week, yeah, NXT? I'm not bad actually. Um, went to the C and E. The yes. X is going on at the moment. Yeah, I love X's. <laughs> yeah, I uh, you've to, been I, as well. Yes, I went uh, on Monday. So I believe we both went to the same place. We went to the Japanese street food. Yeah. Place. Well, I mean, I ate everything. Okay. At, at every stand, but yeah. I I wish I I wish I chose somewhere else to be honest. You didn't like. What did you get? I got the. Uh, oh, I can't remember what it was called. It was on my Instagram. The it, Last Samurai. Yeah, it was uh, like a classic beef burger, right? With uh, crispy chicken, um, some like other stuff, sure. and then it was in a ramen bun. Yeah, so I got I got a W H. Park would be rolling in his grave if he was of dead because yeah. he hates ramen things. Ramen is ramen; it shouldn't be a bun. Right. Um, so I was intrigued. I thought ramen bun—that's kind of cool. I found it so bland. Oh, it was I, really bland. So wait, I got the I got the one that was like just like a burger with okay. the ramen, and I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I actually didn't know it was ramen until oh, really? I, until I ordered it. Um, I ordered something called Godzilla fries. Can have them. Yeah, they were good. I, I ordered that. That's what I was waiting in line for because I was like, oh, like chicken, some like I don't know, some sauces, some cilantro. Just fuck me up. That sounds amazing. And once you put a name on it, like Godzilla fries, you, you sell mm. it to people. Like that's how you sell it. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. So I'm in line. I'm talking to my buddy, and he's like, oh, I kind of want like this. I kind of want like that. I'm like, well, hurry up. Like I'm in this long ass line. Go get something. And he's like, I just want everything. I'm just gonna grab a bunch of things. I'm like, cool. I'm going to get whatever this burger is here, too. So I literally was like, and this thing. And she's like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, cool. It comes, and I, like, look at it. And I go, wait a second. Is that that's ramen? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sakes. All right. That looks cool. Well, I think that's what you want to do at the end. Yeah, wanna, for sure. So you want to try different things. I, I, I still liked it. I can't say I'm ever going to go seek out a ramen burger. No. Like, wh- why is it even a thing? Yeah. Why is this a creation? Why do I need two things of ramen 
to make my burger. I will say I, I liked it. It was delicious. I really enjoyed it. But like, I'm just like, oh, yeah. I was just disappointed because there were other things I was. You go you're like, oh, am I going to take this? How about this the blooming this? onion? The uh, take a giant fucking onion <laughs> and you throw it in a deep fryer and then you pull it out and then you pull off pieces of it and you dip, dip it. it in sauces. Yeah. That's what life is about. Um, things in sauce. Played a few of the carny games. Uh, <laughs> have you seen the bottle one where it's like you've got a stick with a ring at the end of it and you've got to just make a bottle stand up? Yeah, okay. And the girl running it, like, was showing the technique and everything. She was so good at Whoa. it. And Kim said her friend's done it before, so we were both determined to, to do it so hard. Of course. We're going to make our own one and practice and next year go and get it. Wow. And then there's the... Illegal. The bowling ball, where you've got to roll the ball, and you've got to roll a, a bowling ball over a ramp, and it can't hit the end, and it can't what? roll back on itself. It's like 25 cents, okay. and it's yeah, it's yeah, fun. Like, it's it. tough, though. Whatever happened to shooting water into the middle of uh, the <laughs> But, uh, so we sucked at all the games. Obviously, right. they're designed to be hard. Yes. But then, I did win right before we left. Okay. There's a guy who is like, I will guess your age or weight within, was it weight within two pounds, Whoa. age within two years. What? It's like, I'm going to get him to guess my age. Yeah. Now I turned 30 in yeah, you're old. Just, a, just over a week now. Oh, wow. Um, obviously, uh, Kim looks younger. Yeah. She is younger. Um, so I go up and I, I'm like, I'm going to act all shy and nervous. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'd like to do the age one, please. And he's like, okay. And he's staring at me. This little British boy. And then I start like blushing and like getting all nervous wow. to like throw him off. He writes down the number. He goes, how old are you? I'm like, 29, motherfucker. <laughs> Turns it around, 24. Whoa. So I won that Pikachu right over there. Oh, there's a Pikachu there's on There's a Pikachu bed. on my bed. Amazing. So, so now I'm, you have a Pikachu. You won the, you beat the carnies. And I look young. <laughs> <laughs> I look 24, baby. You do look younger than you are. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that was fun. Uh, did a few rides, did Niagara Falls, that water ride. That was yeah. fun. Well, I don't go on the rides at the CNE cause I feel like I'll die on them. Like, yeah. The, but that's what makes it exciting. The, the, the did that spinny round thing from stranger things. Teacups. No, you know where oh, you're up against express. the wall. Oh, the alien ship. Yeah. The UFO, yeah. That was I fun. To, I used to love that as a kid. Did the polar express. That's the one. That's Kim's favorite. That was yeah. fun. Uh, and we did the swings. Right. Like high I scenes. went I went to some parkour show, but again, I just like wander into yeah. things. I, like like the ramen burger, where I just don't know what I'm ending up mm. into. I see people sitting like lots of people sitting on these like benches and there's a show about to start. So me and my friend wander in and we couldn't find a seat. I see an opening, I sit down and uh, I was wearing my Champa Blackheart shirt okay. as, as I always do. And uh, this girl full of tattoos, piercings, in like a, some Foo Fighters shirt. She goes, oh my God, I fucking love your shirt. And I look down at my shirt and it's the black heart. Now I have two moves here. One, I go, oh, you must love Tomasa Champa too. Or two, you think it's some sort of band shirt. Quick, act fast. I go, too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I bombed really hard and I just... just tunnel visioned this this show in front of me of people doing parkour and i'm like sitting there the whole time like fuck <laughs> um but i still had an, i still had a good time i also um 
got a giant pickle on a stick. Ooh, that sounds gross. Yeah, you don't like pickles. Pickles are nasty. Pickles, I could think I could eat pickles every day. Oh, that's grim. Like, it's just like this giant ass pickle. There was like a pickle, pickle lemonade they were selling. Yeah, I thought about it, but oh, I thought that's next level. Group. Like, right. I can put pickle juice in my picklebacks, you know, picklebacks. You do mm. a shot of whiskey, a po- shot of pickle juice, but a whole pickle juice lemonade. Sounds, Get out of town. Yeah, it sounds a little gross. Uh, I went to see Super Dogs. Oh, yeah. That was really fun. You get to see a load of dogs jump over Just stuff. Just do some tricks. Do yeah, tricks. They've, they've been there. I've, I've seen it before. Yeah, it's pretty fun. fun. Um, we should get a dog. I want a dog. What would we name it? Steve. What would, we, what would you... I would name a dog after a wrestler. 100%. Oh, I've already, I'm either calling my dog Steve or Guybrush, named after Guybrush Threepwood from Monkey Island. Wow. It's been the plan for years. That's... Pretty, I mean, my mom has a dog named Pugsley. Yep. So if I ever get a dog, I think I'll name it Wednesday. Okay. Or Gomez. I think Gomez is more of a dog. Gomez? Name. It'd be really funny. Like, always have to name a dog something that you could imagine yourself yelling out in public. Yeah. Or else you'll look stupid. So what was yours? Garugamesh? <laughs> Guybrush. Guybrush? Guybrush! Guybrush, get your... <laughs> I always say, yell it like Bill Sykes from Oliver. Bullseye! <laughs> That's how you sound to me anyway. <laughs> Uh, well, then we both had exciting weeks at the fair. Uh, before we get into um, NXT, there's some other nerdy talk we need to discuss. I feel like we need yeah, to discuss. Yeah, John and Wei touched on it briefly mm-hmm. uh, on Rewinder Smackdown, I believe. But yeah, Sony, fuck you, man. <laughs> it's like a bad divorce. Oh. Marvel and Sony, they can't, they can't make their kid happy. They can't make their children happy, so they, it's a nasty divorce. Disney wanted a lot more money because they're like, hey... We're making a lot more money. So basically, Sony and Marvel struck this deal uh, four years ago now. It was before Civil War. Sure. Um, that managed to include Sp- Spider-Man, who is a Sony property yes. in Civil War. S- and Sony have given basically complete creative control to Disney mm-hmm. Marvel Studios uh, when it comes to Spider-Man. Um, but... Uh, Marvel uh, Marvel Studios only get 5% mm-hmm. of the first gate, I believe. Right. Um, and Sony take all the rest. So Sony basically are like, here, you can have Spider-Man and we'll make a fuckload of money. It's like, hey, you can borrow my gear or my toys. Mm. Uh, you can do whatever you want with it. But when you do, you're, I'm making them. It'll be great exposure for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can, you can, your yeah, band you can, can play, play my bar. Yeah, you can play at my bar, but I can't pay you. And all the money you make at the gate is coming to me. Yeah. You can sell shirts. So understandably, they, Disney feel that they would like a bit more money. And they, they've, they basically proposed all the Spider-Man properties, so this includes Venom, mm-hmm. uh, all the, the Sinister Six, all oh. those plans that Sony have can be integrated within the MCU, and they will go from 5% to 50%. Mm-hmm. Now, I think for the work Disney's doing, 50% sounds justified, but also it's unrealistic. Sure. Um, of course, Sony are going to go, nah. Yeah. So I believe this latest Spider-Man was like the second highest it is. film for so Sony money. Yes. Ever, ever, I ever. believe. So Sony are now like, ah, no. And a lot of people are mad because this means... Doesn't this sound Spider- a little similar? It sounds very similar to Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. They're like, hey, together we can take over Madison Square Garden. Mm. New Japan's like, yeah, 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 we can do that. We can do that. Ring of Honor's like, yeah, 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 we can do that. They do it, put it together. Everyone realizes we weren't really here for Ring of Honor. Sony, 
your Ring of Honor. <laughs> but the difference is, this would be if Ring of Honor owned Okada. Yeah, exactly. They're That's like, the listen, listen here, New Japan. We own Okada. That's now, I think... So there will still be Spider-Man movies. It will still be with Sony. Nothing's been confirmed yet, I believe. Nothing's set in stone. Uh, So uh, Tom, it will still be Tom Holland's Spider-Man stuck in the middle of this. But it's going to be just creatively. It's going to be a shame for the vision of the MCU. Um, I hope that they. I would like to see the MCU kind of allude. You can creatively allude to Spider-Man without saying sure. Spider-Man. They did this with the mutants before when they had uh, Scarlet Witch and um, Quicksilver mm-hmm. in the MCU, who are both who are kind of properties to both Fox and right. Disney. So weird how this all um, works. But out. they wouldn't use the word mutants. So I think you can go like. Uh, Oh, the kids moved away, or something. The mm. kids are not interested anymore, or something like sure. that. Which still it sucks. But... It, it sucks, but it keeps the door open if they can ever have another agreement again mm. that he can come back. Um, I know they. There was a thing with James Bond years and years and years ago. Blofeld Spectre was the big, the big bad throughout all the Bond films. Mm-hmm. Um, Spectre, the big evil organization, and. Uh, MGM, I believe, own Bond, lost the rights to Spectre and the character of Blofeld. And they went it went to another um like film studio. Yeah. And the other film studio were going, Oh, you're fucked. You're fucked. You can't do Bond. That's why they this studio made Never Say Never, which is like an unofficial uh Bond film with Sean Connery. Okay. Um they're going, You're fucked. You can't do anything now, you've lost your big villain. So I believe it's the beginning of For Your Eyes Only. They have a bald guy in a wheelchair with a white cat. Ah. They do not mention his name. Right. James Bond picks him up and dumps him in a chimney Ooh, and just kills him. Nice. They're like, now nah, we don't need you. Oh. Um, that's what Marvel's going to do with Spider-Man. I hope not. <laughs> They're going to throw Tom Holland in But yeah, garbage. it's a shame. I hope they come to some kind of yeah. an agreement. I can see it being... Just going more the way of Venom and Spider-Man. That's where they're going. Linking up a lot yeah. more. I, I did not watch the Venom movie with Tom Hardy. Uh, as a uh, super nerdy Spider-Man comic guy, that just did not interest me. The the, the way Venom yeah, was brought in. Yeah, I spoke to someone about it yesterday. And, and now they're going to bring this We in. were saying, like, I don't think it was a bad film. I enjoyed the film. It just wasn't Venom. No. I think if it was a brand new character who was like this, I'd be, that was cool. Mm-hmm. But you're watching it going, ah. It's not Venom. Yeah, it's, it's not, not Venom. the character uh, that it's supposed to be. So I, I'm, I'm assuming they go with uh, Venom, Carnage, Spider-Man, all put into one yeah, big all ball. The Sinister, Sinister Six. Six. Everything they can throw at the fucking wall. They're not going to make as much money as they did with the last movie. The, There's the no thing, way. I think they still will. It's Spider-Man. People will go regardless. No it's matter just how. It's so funny because Disney brought Spider-Man back up to this high regard, to the A-level it deserved. he deserves to be. And then now it's like... But Take as a back. studio, do you do you give a shit about critical acclaim if you're making money? I guess Spider-Man not. Three made a ton of money. Right, well, ton Spider-Man, of money. Spider-Man Three is a spectacle to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Amazing Spider-Man One and Two made right. a ton of money. Like not great films, but mm. they made money. So do they? It's too bad that, that like, does that's Sony care? Because like you know, I'm just a guy who likes to watch Spider-Man. What does it matter to me who owns which properties and stuff? It's just so silly. Yeah, men are but from a world. business point yeah. of view, yeah. someone who doesn't give a shit about Spider-Man or whatever. But my job is to make a lot of money for this company. Yeah, 
unfortunately, that's what it comes down to. That's too bad, because I was enjoying the Spider-Man Me too. that was happening. So, basically, there's a curse now. There's a Spider-Man yeah. 3 is cursed. Yeah, you'll never get your your fully great, perfect Spider-Man trilogy. trilogy. You'll, you won't. You'll, I mean, Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire, like I said, amazing film. <laughs> <laughs> um, just some quick other film news before we move on, because yeah. we've been going a long time. Have you heard the news about Keanu Reeves? Ooh, yes. He is signed on to do The Matrix 4. How do you feel about this? Uh, look, I love Keanu Reeves. Uh, Matrix is not really one of my... Uh... I love the first film. Yeah, the first one. I think the good. second one is has some cool moments. Right. Some like I, yeah, that, The one cool. with the car chase and the, the, like, the fight on the lorry and stuff. Yeah. Some cool bits in the second one. Third one sucks. Yeah. But it's been a long time now, I think... It could be. Could I don't be know. Good. I, I work at a news station as well, and the reports they've been airing on our station is they're seeking uh, younger actors that look like actors from the first one. So I already don't have high hopes for whenever they they do a time changing, altering thing. There's just too many of these things in movies these days. It's like they're they're literally casting for a young Lawrence Fishburne right now. I'm like, oh. okay, well. Okay, well, well, why? Why can't we just move forward with the story? Oh, I just, it's, it's too, it's not one of my favorite uh, things. I love Keanu, though. Uh, mm. Go check out Man of Tai Chi. I'm telling you, everyone. Better than The Matrix. Um, yeah, I love Keanu because he's America's sweetheart. Canadian sweetheart, really. Mm. But I still haven't seen John Wick 3. I'm so behind. I haven't seen 2 yet. Oh, oh, man, you gotta go check that out. I've been uh, working at this, this TV station. I've been wor- watching a lot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, I love Buffy. For, I know you do, so I... <laughs> I started watching, getting into it, and part of my job is like to make sure shows are good, and then like you check, mm. make sure everything's good, and you put them through. But sometimes when it's stuff I like to watch, I'll put it on. And my boss came over, and he was like, oh, "Sarah Michelle Gellar, her acting is just so awful." And I'm like, "Oh, I guess my boss hates Buffy the Vampire Slayer." And he goes, but, oh, "Man, Xander was just so funny." And my boss is like in his like 40s, and I'm like, "Wait, wait, wait! You just told me you you hate Sarah Michelle Gellar because you hate this show." He's like, "No, no, no, I." I fucking love this show I shamefully know way more about this show than you'll ever know I was like oh okay it's a great show I was like wow okay uh, yeah uh, so my, my new love my my old love is rekindled for Buffy <laughs> the Vampire Slayer I forgot how do you wear Angel as well uh, we don't have that yet uh, I'm An- sure Angel gonna... was good Angel has one of the best deaths on TV I never watched Angel ever. well don't it's, tell me no it's really good <sighs> don't tell me yeah watch um, it I, I'm, I'm just watching Buffy right now so. sweet uh, and Seth Green shows up I forgot about that yeah, yeah. I also love Willow she's just so she's just great she's Willow's great. great yeah uh, that's what I've been doing um, at work a lot watching a lot of Buffy the Pepper it's because uh, summertime is like a bit of a lull but you hype up for your fall just mm. like NXT on USA so we're like okay what what shows are we going to be airing again on our like we air like old shows and stuff so Buffy's one of the shows they purchased because it's not on Netflix it's got a great theme as well <sighs> I've been you, you know my the rule theme. about themes if you can sing the title of the song or of the show along with the theme tune it's a good theme well how does it work Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wow, that's... Buffy, you're going to do it all day, all that, day now. That, the Buffy work. theme, the Buffy theme is like very similar to "The Kids Are All Right" by The Offspring. Very similar. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, it's the same song. Yeah, very good, very good. I don't know a better theme than Buffy. One final thing before we move on, we're talking about movies. Let's plug 
It's time we do another movie review. Ooh. So we took August off because we were busy with the tailgate. We knew mm. John and Way were busy with the G1. We were busy with the G1. Uh, we're all doing our things. So we did not do a movie review in not. August. And I think it's time to start to get back to work. And what is better hard work than Attack of the Clones? Oh. Star Wars Episode 2. Uh, we will be recording a Star Wars Episode 2 Attack of the Clones review shortly and we'll have it up on the feed sometime next week. Yes. So we will put the uh, the feedback thread up on the forum today. So get all your feedback in for arguably the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> Some Star Wars fans love this movie. Some Star Wars fans hate this movie. It's got a nice piece of music in this one. That's Ooh, actually, I do love the... The, like, love theme. Dun, 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 That's dun, when he's talking dun, about dun, sand dun. and how fucking bad it is and yeah. rough and coarse, and it gets everywhere. The greatest line in movie history <laughs> is that line. And we'll talk about it. You can hear me talk about my love for Attack of the Clones. So much love for this movie. I remember going to theaters and having to sit by myself because you couldn't. it was too busy. You couldn't sit with people. We came late. I had to sit in the front. It's terrible. Did you ever watch Return of the Jedi and say to yourself, you know what, Boba Fett? Really fucking cool. I wonder what he would look like as a child. <laughs> well, cool we have that for you with Attack of the Clones. So listen, listen for that. I don't even want to talk, start talking about that right now. <laughs> oh my god, I'll get so mad. Well, shall we get back to some wrestling? Talk? Yes, let's go into some wrestling because that's what we are here to do. Let's talk about this week's episode of NXT, August twenty first, two thousand nineteen, from Full Sail University, as they always will be emanating from nxt august 21st shock the system undisputed era their music hits to start the show adam cole baby with his title they all come down to the ring they're in their new i don't like their new shirt as much it looks you know what it looks like when you are going to like a a concert and you have the vendors outside yeah. selling cheap knockoff that's what these t-shirts. Shirts like. That's what these ones look like, like of their old one. It's not really. There's too much going on. Yeah, and there's like orange in it for yeah. some reason. I'm like, okay, hey, we already got yellow and gold. Why do we need to add orange here? Mm. It's like McDonald's like f- fries on it or something. It's weird. Uh, but they're all rocking their shirts. I'm sure they'll have even more NXT merchandise come a few weeks for USA Network. Uh, Adam Cole. They all have microphones, by the way. But Adam Cole starts off by saying, "Boys and girls, I did." Everything I said I would do. I beat Johnny Gargano. I beat Johnny Wrestling. Therefore, I am the greatest NXT champion that has ever lived. You see, if there were an NXT Mount Rushmore, you wouldn't find Johnny Gargano. You wouldn't find Tomasa Ciampa. You wouldn't find Shinsuke Nakamura. You wouldn't find Finn Balor. The Mount Rushmore of NXT would just be four pretty faces of Adam Cole, <laughs> which I find very funny. There's four fucking members of Undisputed Era, and then they all get mad. They're like, hey, wait, wait a second. Uh, but Roddy actually is like, it's because he's so beautiful <laughs> in the background there. Very funny. He says that, that, that you would find that on Mount Rushmore, but you see, there's a problem. There's a problem here in NXT. All four of us should be draped in gold. You see, the prophecy is yet to be fulfilled. We got screwed. Roderick Strong, he grabs his microphone. He says, Dream, you did not pin me. 
Your run is on borrowed time, and as soon as you duck me, you keep un, you keep as soon as you stop ducking me. Sorry, I will fulfill my part of the prophecy. So Roderick Strong, clearly, like I said a few weeks ago, he he was not pinned in Toronto, so therefore he's you know kayfabe was deserves the title shot here from the Velveteen Dream North American title. Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. They grab the microphone and they say they are very angry. You see, Kyle uh, was not the legal man, but he was therefore pinned. Now, members of the jury here, he goes into some real legal talk. He says that, uh, you know, the, the, the evidence is very clear. Bobby Fish says that I tagged my best friend Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> and... He was not the legal man, and yada, yada, yada. They, Kyle says that, I may not have a law degree, but I rest my case. We did not lose to the Street Profits. Therefore, Regal, you brat, get out here. No, he calls him a silly prat. Oh, a silly prat. Yeah. I thought he called him a brat, no. which I was a little confused that way. Yeah, you silly prat. What's a prat? Pratt, like Chris you Pratt? idiot, you div. Ooh, so wait, Chris Pratt is really Chris idiot? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. Um... Uh, yeah, I love this insult. Uh, <laughs> underused, underused word. Regal, prat. you prat. Get out here and make things right. Cole says, yeah, make things right. Because there's just two steps. Two. We are two steps away from fulfilling the prophecy. We are two steps away from being undisputed. They're clearly a fan of the two-step program mm. here in Undisputed Era. And that is their promo. I thought this was great. It was to the point. It was funny. It was everything it needed to be. They they said what we booked. They said, hey, here's reasons A and B why we're actually screwed over. And then they're like, oh, actually, you were right. You were, you were not and wrong. And short and sweet. Doesn't need to be 20 minutes. It doesn't need to be 20 minutes. And Stephanie McMahon telling me everything that I it already know. sets up the story for <laughs> the rest of their programs, yeah. the rest of the show. Perfect. So they leave the ring and they walk up the entrance ramp to do their pose. But Jordan Miles, his music hits. He comes out in a white dress shirt and he asks... If yeah, he have... looks like he's just come off of Book of Mormon. He's in a white shirt, well, black tie, and carrying, like, a folder with him. He goes up to Adam Cole and says, Excuse me, would you like to hear something about your Lord and Savior? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's a church Which boy. Which furthers my case. Jordan Miles is the lamest person <laughs> in WWE. He, uh, he has a clipboard, and uh, he tries to hand... Adam Cole what looks like a contract mm. because Jordan Miles was the winner of the breakout tournament therefore Jordan Miles is deserved of a title shot of his choosing Adam Cole says wow you must be st some kind of stupid you're gonna pick me you're gonna pick me listen Jordan I will break that smile off your face you see, you won the tournament and you get to choose your title opportunity. And some reason you think you want to challenge me. Shouldn't you, I don't know, be challenging Shayna Baszler? Why don't you, why don't you go to NXT UK or 205 Live and, and challenge there? You see, because no one there is on my level and you are not on my level. So he says, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to break that smile. But that doesn't stop Jordan Miles because he goes and leans in and hands him the contract anyways. As Cole goes to drop, uh, grab it, Miles drops it. And it's this whole tension. Miles smiles, pieces out, dips out, and leaves them uh, standing on the ramp all upset. 
the Undisputed Era. So, <clears throat> Jordan Miles versus Adam Cole is now announced for in two weeks. It will be the NXT title on the line for those two, which is pretty cool. I mean, the cool. guy the guy won the tournament. You got to give him the yeah. shot. You promised him. So, uh, I think Cole will. I think they'll have a great match. But I think Cole obviously retains. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I like that, that it kind of interacted, like I said, interacting with things that maybe aren't happening directly. It's like a side little branch off. Yeah, from one <clears throat> 10-minute segment, you've set up mm-hmm. a tag title program, yeah. a North American title program, and your tag. NXT title program. Yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. all of them. Perfect. Uh, I liked it. Yeah, Jordan Miles is definitely looked like the Book of Mormon in that. He's like, <laughs> please, sir. Um, we then go to uh, an interview that was for WWE.com, but they air it here as well. It's Bronson Reed. He's in the Performance Center, um, and he's being asked about the, the breakout tournament and things about that. I will note that he's wearing a sweet t-shirt here have you ever seen the movie the strangers oh yeah i really like this t-shirt yeah yeah i was, I, I tweeted him asking what this where he got this because mm. i was like dude i need to buy this shirt where did you get this and a listener actually replied and was like it's from oh man i'm getting something rugged rock foughten ruckin foughten or something like that and i clicked their their website and their shirts are all like horror movies turned into japanese like posters but for t-shirts and oh man they are fucking cool so uh, i believe it's like fucking rotten or rotten fucking or some something along those lines <laughs> it's very cool uh they got some halloween ones like the pumpkin from halloween i'm i'm gonna be spending money on this website in the very near future rocking fotten rocking fotten yeah, yeah really sweet honestly go check it out bronson reed knows his shit the movie the strangers by the way good movie very scary one of my one of my favorite horror movies um bronson reed he says that the breakout tournament was something special he says i want to ask regal for more here in nxt because i am the leader of Aussie Strong Style, and I am NXT's resident thick boy. Do you know what a thick boy is? I'm one. A big boy. Yeah, I'm a thick boy. Thick! As Scrump would say, you're thicker than cold peanut butter. That's how Scrump (laughs) describes certain things. Uh, Shane Thorne interrupts Bronson Reed here. Shane Thorne walks in. He says, look, mate, you blew it. I did so much to get you here in NXT, and you blew it, mate. You just, you blew it. So now there's uh, two Aussies fighting over uh, the the Aussie balance of the force here in NXT. So, Shane Thorne, solo Shane Thorne. Did you like his dingo tour shirt? Yes, I like <laughs> anything Aussie. I love, I love these Aussies. The winner, uh, these two are going to fight tonight. The Aussie Strong Style versus Shane Thorne, and the winner gets a jar of Vegemite. That's cool. how it works. That's what happens. Because uh, it's hard to come by in uh, Orlando, Florida. You have, sure. to, you have to go to specialty shops or have someone bring it over to you, and it's quite expensive. Um, so that is later tonight. We then go to our first match of the night, your favorite wrestler, yeah. Mansoor. Hot off his uh, 50-man battle royal. Wow, they really pushed it, eh? Super showdown. They win. really were like, oh, hot off the presses of his win. at the." I'm like, what? That was fucking months ago. <laughs> you don't give a fuck about him, clearly, because you're like, oh, you know, he won the, the 50-man. I disagree. I think... I think he'll be around for a long time. I like him. I'm I like not against him, too. him. The problem is the machine, not him. The problem is the man, not him. 
<laughs> you called him winning that thing like clear as day as soon as they announced that battle yeah, yeah. you're like oh like, I wonder who's winning that <laughs> and it did and then now he's back to, to nothing and he's here um, but I will say he's still very entertaining man, this man sewer mm. but he has the opportunity I shall say to face Damien Priest the archer of NXT I'm already over the archer of NXT <laughs> like no one gives a fuck about Hawkeye. Come on. Get out of here. Uh, Damien Priest starts the match off overpowering Mansoor here. And he, like, whips him into the turnbuckle. This really cool move where he, like, sweeps the legs and, like, makes him... Almost give him, giving Mansoor whiplash in the corner against the the turnbuckle. Looked really great. He continues to beat on Mansoor early on. But Mansoor counters a move in for a small package for a swift two count um he then um mansoor hits a bicycle kick um then he counters a choke slam he hits an enzigiri uh he hits a tope to the outside onto damian priest which looked really nice um he goes back into the ring he goes for a tornado ddt but priest counters that hits a huge lariat turning the dude inside out then hits what uh they call the Splash Mountain, which yeah. is like the razor's edge. Uh, he hits the razor's edge. It was, edge. but he kind of to the side, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought the. I it thought, looked a bit different. I thought it was cool. I always thought the razor's edge is where, like, it's the crucifix where you have the guy up yeah. and you throw him down, you power bomb him from up top, and the the Splash Mountain was the razor's edge done into the sitting power bomb. Oh, okay, that's what Matt Hardy would do. So, right, and they called this the Splash Mountain, but really it was a crucifix bomb or yeah. a, a razor's edge kind of thing. And I was like, cool, you gave him a new move, because, like, I was, I was getting worried. Too many people do the roll the dice. And he picks up Mansoor and hits the rolling the dice, which they call the reckoning. The reckoning. The reckoning. And he pins Mansoor. So, Damien Priest is stronger than 50 other men because he beat Mansoor. Yeah. Uh, I quite like this. Yeah, I um, liked it too, actually. I like the NXT quote-unquote squash matches because yeah they they often if it's an actual nxt guy not a nikos ricos yeah they they give them some offense you see that a lot with uh like humberto carrillo Mm -hmm. and uh raul mendoza and that they do give them some offense um i actually thought with the small package oh this might be one of those matches where mansoor upsets and then damian priest loses it and beats the shit out of him Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Mansoor always impresses in the little he does mm-hmm. in these matches, and sure. I know you love Mansoor. He's the best. I, I actually quite thought this was really fun. Yeah, like, I was, enjoyed it this. It was a fun little match. There was there was no there was no rest holds, there was no nothing. It was just them doing the quick spots in and out, and it was great. Uh, I will say, I, I do enjoy when I see Mansoor. Every time we've seen mm. him, he's doing these cool little matches. Winning or losing, he's still entertaining. And Damian Priest, I want to say that he keeps getting better, but like he's just staying in the same spot to me. He doesn't... That, they, he's not moving Forward. They do this with people, though. Like, we've seen Keith Lee in this position for a while, yeah. and it seems like they're finally going to push him forward to the next sure. feud. Um, they just come out, show you their moves, remind you who they are until right. they're ready. And obviously, with a two-hour move, it's going to help people like this uh, move forward quicker. Uh, they go to an announcement for the Full sale Live on USA Network starting September 18th. Don't forget. Um, I thought they'd open the show with this. This yeah. is huge news. Yeah, they didn't really. And it was it was just like when Regal does his little tweets in the middle of the show. It was kind of a... I've been oh. surprised this past week how little they've 
hit us over the head with it. Because mm. no, don't say that. No, but <laughs> we know WWE, and yeah. we know like the women's Evolution pay per view and stuff like that. They wouldn't stop. It was the big hot thing. They yeah. opened the show with everyone coming out, and I'm sure they would. It wasn't revealed on Raw, and it was basically said on SmackDown, similar to this. And this it was said NXT. on the internet. Yeah, this is NXT. It should be a big, big. It should deal. have been said on Raw. I don't know why they didn't didn't do that. that that was pretty low i thought of them to not mm. just say it just announce it make that make it a uh, part of the show and you could have had it would a have been huge champion yeah. or something to do it have uh, all the all the former nxt guys come out uh, and triple h come out and announce yeah. it it would have been great there needs to be more integration and i think they need to to realize that like you own all these people you like not like you you own all of this you can yeah. you can integrate it together you can put it together it'll work uh we go to mia yim she has a match. She comes down to the ring here, and she will be facing Vanessa Bourne with Aaliyah. Mm. Now, uh, Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah... Well, Aaliyah didn't even have anything to do at TakeOver, did she? Or the pre-taping. I'm sure catering was good. <laughs> Toronto catering? She was just at Sneaky D's. Like, yeah, no, I gotta I go sneak no, again. No, I didn't see her. No. no, she wasn't there. No, no, she wasn't. It was just the UK guys that were there. Walter. Yeah, <laughs> Walter eating some nachos. Did you see the uh, the meme yesterday? I sent it to John and Wade. What is of, it? Uh, is it Walter? It's Damien and Rey Mysterio. Okay, this is brilliant. Um, I'm gonna find you it. Oh, because it's it's <laughs> look, he looks like Walter. It goes. <laughs> Imagine hiring Walter and thinking you can just pretend he's Rey Mysterio's son. You can't fool me. Yeah, it's, Walter in normal clothes is very weird. <laughs> he looks like Rey Mysterio's son. Oh, uh, like big that tickled me. <laughs> um, Mia Yim, who was also not at Sneaky News, versus Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah here. Now, uh, uh, Mia Yim lost to Shayna Baszler. Clean, I would say, at TakeOver Toronto. I don't remember the match. Um, this match, though, I don't remember much. Good thing I have some notes. Vanessa Bourne um, drops down. Uh, uh, Mia Yim's about to go for something, and Aaliyah instantly already gets herself involved, sweeping the leg there, grabbing the leg, distracting Mia Yim. Uh, there's a really... <laughs> I, I meant to wrote, write... Samoan drop, but mm. my 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 correct wrote salon drop. Would okay. that be better? The salon drop. The salon drop. Well, they said she's actually half Samoan, which I didn't realize. Yeah, they yeah. did. So I mean, hit the Samoan drop. Uh, she could work on it. Um, they uh, they take this sticker. Aaliyah mm. gives Vanessa Bourne a sticker that says lower mm. on it, and she puts it on Mia Yim's bum and starts spanking it. Yeah, this. <laughs> I think it's cool. They've got a thing. They you brand... Yeah, you like, lower. They brand their enemies with lower stickers. Melvin. But I thought Mia Yim looked dumb because she kept it on for the Did she? whole match. <laughs> Did she? I didn't really. And I thought this would be an opportunity to make Mia Yim look really badass. She beats Vanessa at the end of the match, rips the sticker off, slaps it on her forehead and kicks her out the ring. She'd have looked really cool. Yeah. But instead she wrestled this entire match with lower on her bum. It's just like lower... Lower. That's what it meant. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I didn't even realize that she kept the sticker on. That's yeah. so funny. She's like, look, Roddy does it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so there's a sticker that says lower, and they spank her bum with it. I'm not making this up. Um, then Mia fight, finally starts to fight back. She hits uh, a bunch of series of strikes. She then hits her cannonball in the corner, then hits the protect your neck, and Vanessa Bournes sells it like Shane McMahon, selling a stunner, and Mia Yim pins Vanessa Bourne just like that, but... Shayna Baszler's music hits, and she comes out to the ring. She has a microphone. She says, Mia, Mia Yim, now don't get me wrong, because you are a badass. You fought me, and you took me to places I've never been. And I could see it in your eyes. You fought through dark depths. You see, Mia, we don't need to stand across as enemies. You could stand beside me as allies. And then she realizes she's being cornered off by the other two horsewomen and Shayna Baszler in the ring. And Shayna continues with, It's nice and warm here under the dragon's wing. But Mia doesn't want any part of this. And she attacks, uh, she attacks Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke. I believe she hits Duke first. Because Duke is actually injured, I believe. Right. Uh, and she attacks them. But the numbers game is too strong, as it always is. And they beat up Mia Yim. There's uh, like a judo throw from Marina Shafir there. And uh, Shayna Baylor just gets on top, takes her leather jacket off. She's like Triple H. She just levels Mia Yim and leaves her in the middle of the ring here. Uh, so, do we continue with Shayna Baszler and Mia Yim program? It looks that way. What do you think about that? I'm going to ask you a question. What isn't connecting with Mia Yim? I don't know. Because we both watched that Mae Young Classic, mm -hmm. and she was fantastic. We've mm -hmm. both seen her wrestle a bunch, um, and she really connected with Full Sail in that tournament enough to actually get her signed. Something just hasn't connected. And I don't know. the fact that Shayna, who's been such a big heel with no real redeeming qualities, and Full Sailor mainly chanting for Shayna over Mia. There were some Mia yeah. chants, but I'd say the Shayna chants were louder. Um, I don't know. I like Medium. Like, me I, too. I mentioned on the show, but it hasn't... Her, but something, maybe it's like her. Her, her, definitely her acting is something that bothers me. Right. Just as a character, when I watch it, it's not like the, up to some of the other people's up to par. But also her moveset is like very basic. Like everyone does a cannonball. I saw like five on this episode yeah. of NXT. Uh, the the protect your neck isn't anything that's... I don't even know what it does. I don't even know how that would hurt you. I just... Maybe like everything needs to kind of reset. Everything yeah, doesn't click. I, I think she needs some really hot matches, and it hasn't happened. It's going to be. You've I don't. I don't matches. think her style and Shayna's style gel. Maybe, maybe if she just had some great matches with like Candice or Io or sure. people like that, she might start getting a bit more attention. But something's not clicking for me, and yeah, it's weird because it, it I've not. I've really liked her in the past. Just since she's moved to NXT, it's just not working no, I, for me. I 100% agree with you. It's Something's definitely not working. It's not, and, and not a character I'm interested in And I think the, uh, the this feud continuing is going to put a lot of people off and maybe it's turn, put me off. And turn people against her even more because well, people see, were not hot on that match. 
No, it got a lot of it got a lot of heat. Yeah. Uh, hey, the 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 whole card kind of got a lot of heat. I, I know we we went we went on and did a post show for Takeover Toronto, and I was like, hey, were we super negative? And we got some people being like, oh, you guys were really negative, like last mm. week on this show. But people came to our aid and were like, oh, hey, like no, it just wasn't up to par. It mm. wasn't a terrible show. Don't get it wrong, mm. but it just wasn't up to like par of what we know. Um, but there was a, a WWE.com exclusive. With William Regal and Mia Yim after the attack from Shayna right now from tonight's episode, okay. and it's it doesn't connect because I'll say it again the 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 acting of Mia Yim is, is like laughable. What was what was said? She Regal's on his phone in the parking lot, walking somewhere. Hopefully not going to the parking lot. Mm. Be safe. Oh God no! And uh, he, Mia Yim comes up after him like ah, blah, 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 you know I want Shayna Baszler blah 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 I want blah, blah, I want her one on one blah blah blah. And Regal's like, I don't have time for you. You attack them. What do you want from me? And like walks off really? and, and like continues texting. It's so funny. It's interesting. It, it just buries the whole thing. Yeah, I'm that's like, weird. What? I'm like, what? And like he blows her off. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, Damn, okay. Me. He's like, leave me alone. I'm texting Io Shirai. She'll, she'll have a fucking women's match. <laughs> Damn. Um, which I'm like, yeah, you're showing me a yim and uh, Vanessa Bourne, Aaliyah, Shayna Baszler and the Horsewomen. But where's my Io? Ah, uh, she'll be there. You don't want EO in this story. I want EO want- in every story. <laughs> you don't even know what stories, bro. You don't know. Uh, I'm sure we'll see her on September 18th. Um, there's a character that will help get a lot of viewers uh, mm. on Wednesday nights in uh, USA. We go to a video package here for Keith Lee. He's talking about all the things, pretty much what he's been saying, like how he's been stuck in this little rut here for about a year in NXT. But the video introduces... Donovan Dijakovic. Donovan Dijak. Now, they show clips from their matches, and they go into discussion about how they had a five-star match before they got signed to WWE. They've had a rematch since, and they were supposed to have the rubber match, essentially. But it was come to a halt with injuries. But now, this match will happen. So it shows a lot of their history. It has them talking to each other in interview sit-down things. They say to each other, bring your A-game. It shows so much footage of outside WWE, yeah, which is great. amazing to see a lot of stuff like not WWE footage. Mm. Like when you're showing me like Evolve or, or Flow Slime, whatever they were showing, like it's really well, cool. The main roster rarely do this. Exactly, main roster yeah. pretends, has that has that whole mm-hmm. Vince idea that until you're in, like everything prior to this doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. NXT embraces that, which is awesome and great for building up feuds. Um, I love Dijakovic basically says, like, I signed with the company. I was in the PC. I was busting my ass. And then I just see Keith Lee front row at a takeover and he's propelled straight away Mm -hmm. and doesn't have to go through all that. Um, I love the line. He goes, uh, Keith Lee's been doing this for 10 years, but I've managed to do what he's done in 10 years in five. Mm-hmm. And just cool little lines um, yeah. going back and forth. Uh, really, this whole package builds them up as these are very similar, equal people. Like, yeah, you've got they're two big, big guys they're who are doing athletic. Moves. Yeah. Like they're, they're, for their sizes, they should not be doing the stuff they do. No. But somehow, magic, they do the, these things. Because both of these guys are crazy talented. Um, and this match is now advertised for next week, or is it for the two weeks of the match? I think it 
I think it was next week. Yeah, yeah. There's too many. Um, yeah, I, next week. There's a bunch where they're like telling me what's next week. Yeah, no, weeks, this so one's next week. Confused. I'm really excited. I'm glad they're going back to this feud. Yeah. I think this is what both of these guys need. This is what I need. Yeah. This is what I uh, need for NXT. And they, they teased us this and then they got injured and I was so heartbroken. And I'm glad they put the effort to, this feels like a big, big match doing this kind of this takeover style promo video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm very, I'm all I'm very for pleased. this. I'm very pleased with this video. It was mm. definitely like they put time and effort in. Yep. It wasn't just the old shit. Like, no, they had new shit for it. Like, yeah, they made new shit for this. So, uh, Dijak says, "Bring your A game, Keith Lee. Bring your A game. We will see a revolution." Is what it ends with there. I thought this was great. I'm I'm super excited for. Again, I don't know much about Keith Lee and Dijak. Other than that, they've been here in NXT not doing much. But now's the time for them to show us. Then we go to our next match. The Aussies are gonna fight the Bronson Reed, the Ozilla. Thick Boy versus Solo Shane Thorne. The winner gets Vegemite. Shane Thorne is from Australia, but he comes out wearing a fur jacket. It's hot in Australia. I don't know why he would be wearing. It's fur. one of the, I don't know, kangaroos he slaughtered. Oh, cruel! No, I mean they they do kill kangaroos and they eat it. It's quite yeah. delicious. Kangaroos lovely. It's so good. Yeah, it's like gamey but not super gamey. But they're also very cute. I had back on my Tinder days. Oh. I had a girl I was meant to meet up with. I might have even said this on the show. Okay, um, she was a kangaroo. No, <laughs> no. And we were messaging back and forth. I had a date arranged. Um, I, she was like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, just cooking dinner, whipped up something. And she's like, oh, send me a picture. So I sent her a picture. She's like, that looks lovely. What is it? I'm like, it's kangaroo. She goes, uh, you eat kangaroo, you're fucked. Oh, my God. Uh, kangaroos are amazing creatures. How dare you eat them? Uh, oh, the date is off. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, what? Whoa. I went, sorry, I didn't know you were vegetarian. And she goes, I'm not vegetarian. I was like, so you... Uh, what? You're like, bias against animals you eat and you don't? Right. Like... Wow. I don't discriminate yeah. when it comes to the animals I eat. And she goes, you've got far too many opinions for me. Whoa. Damn. But yeah, kangaroo's delicious. She's at home eating some fucking overcooked chicken. Yeah. Just boring. With boring. Some, no sauce. Yeah. Just boiled chicken. Boring, bland she just puts, chicken girl. She took a piece of chicken, put it in hot water, no salt, nothing. Just takes it out, eats yeah. it, that's it. one of those barbarians that puts ketchup on a roast chicken. Probably. Oh, ketchup on steak. Oh, uh, barbarian. Oh, uh, anyway, <laughs> Shane Thorne probably doesn't eat kangaroo. I think like Aussies eat it, but like it's not. It's quite a lean meat, so probably yeah, it's it's high in protein and lean. It's good so yeah, yeah. He's eating those tam. What are the tam tamatong? Not tamatong. <laughs> tam tamaloa. Tam tams. Oh. <laughs> He's eating those tamaloas. Tam tams. Bronson Reed, Shane Thorne. Uh, they start off here. There's a, a bunch of like drop down Irish whip counters into like this like really cool spine buster kind of type move from Bronson Reed. I actually thought this looked really, really, uh, really clean here. It looked mm. really nice. Keep doing that, Bronson Reed. Uh, he then starts to do the face face wash in the corner across the boot across Thorn's face. Uh, there's a gorilla press that Thorn counters by putting his mouth, uh, his fingers in his mouth and his eyes, and then he starts to beat on Bronson Reed. Now, here's a guy who knows how to do a cannonball. This is where he sets Bronson Reed up in the in the bottom of the corner, turnbuckle, and 
runs and does like a tope dive, like a swan dive. It's in- very like Travis Banks cannonball. Yeah, it's like not the like just run, not the Kevin Owens Mia Yim where you just run and roll. roll. It's, yeah, it's like he's doing like dive in the. It's like if Shibata were to do uh, with these kinds of things. Yeah, like I, I found there's a lot of similarities between Shane Thorne and Travis Banks yeah, and so. Kyle O'Reilly. They've got a very similar style. They got the a similar them. like look, almost yeah. body type. You know, uh, so I, I thought this looked clean. This is a guy I. I wouldn't be talking about because he just he's disappeared but they've inserted him in the in the breakout thing make, he's upset yeah. that he wasn't in this tournament and now he, I'm like hey where was this guy for the past yeah. we could have used him I think he's really impressing me yeah. I think his uh, his promos have been pretty solid mm-hmm. and he he looks great in the ring he looks uh, and I think this is an awesome story just yeah. run through these uh, breakout guys. I, I, I'm really enjoying this Shane Thorne. Uh, again, this was a guy, you know, uh, his partner kind of just gave up, left. Uh, went Took to- his bull. Yeah. He's I mean, gone to take food off their plates. <laughs> I mean, like, hey, do it, you know, do what you need to do. But so this guy was just kind of chilling here. Like, what do you do? Do you do, do, do the same thing? There's probably a, a lot of uh, hard decisions to be made to not leave your your contract here in NXT, but he stayed, and I, I feel like maybe he's gonna have a place. I think it's better for him. Yeah, there. go for it, man, go for it. Well, he hits this senton splash, um, then he he sorry he hits the the cannonball in the corner, uh, but th- it was only a two count. The the Ozilla Bronson Reed fights back, hits a bionic elbow, then hits a Samoan drop, only a two count. He. Uh, he hits like the hoe down and then uh, the back sent on only a two count as well. He then sets up. He goes up top because he's going to go for his Ozilla big splash. But Thorne counters that, gets him back on the mat and hits a running shining wizard type kind of move. Almost like the Daniel Bryan knee yeah. kind of, but more of a shining wizard type, type pose and pins Bronson Reed. Shane Thorne wins this match. He is the best Aussie there is in NXT. <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I thought this was really fun. I think it's been great for Shane Thorne. Uh, Bronson Reed looked good. Yeah. Um, Better I'm, than he looked in the. Yeah, I'm still time. not fully sold on him. Mm-hmm. I don't really see this strong style he's talking about. Yeah. Still. I need it. You, you, can't, you can't just talk shit. You got to say. If you're going to say that, you got to hit someone. Yeah. Like, I, I, I want to appreciate this guy. He's wearing a, a t shirt that I uh, mm-hmm. really liked. And he's. He's Aussie. He seems very friendly. He's got some nicknames. He calls himself Thick Boy. I love everything about this. But when you're telling me it's Australian strong style and you're hitting a hoedown and a back sent on, no, 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 buddy. You got to you gotta level it. You got to you gotta lean in more on those on those, uh, those forearms yeah. there. You got you to gotta show me that. You can't just throw that, that word around. In, mm. res- in wrestling, they love to take things and just say it. No, yeah. no. You get that, I think once you say the word strong style... You gotta prove it. You're expecting yeah. stiff, snug mm-hmm. strikes, yeah. which we haven't really seen. Yeah, because she. Well, that's like at, at least what I expect. When yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's there's lots of room uh, for improvement for Bronson Reed, but I think he'll grow on some people. He's got a good look too. He looks interesting. He looks like scary. He comes out kind of like a. A cooler Funkadactyl or Funka Funkasaurus. I was gonna say, how long before he's Funkasaurus 2.0? Right, right, well, by the time you're listening to this, it's too late. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, uh, oh, you don't read ahead. Do you? <laughs> I don't read ahead. I don't read ahead. But uh, some yeah, big things. He, he'll come out with Barney next week. <laughs> There's a lot of things happening. I don't read ahead. Let's go to the Velveteen Dreams music hits. He's now brought out, he's rolled out on his purple couch 
onto the ramp, and did you recognize one of the uh, the ladies rolling out his couch? You're going to be watching her, I'm sure, this Saturday on Evolve. Oh. It was Brandy Lauren. Oh, okay. My favorite. Yeah. One of my favorite. The redhead? Right. Yeah, love her. She comes out. She rolls Dream out on the couch. The Dream grabs a microphone. He says, Velveteen Dream t-shirt, $30. And he has one there, and he throws it away. Velveteen Dream glasses, $10. Throws those away. Beating Pete Dunne at TakeOver. Priceless. You see, Pete, you were the best in the UK, and I beat you. I pinned you. You see, the dream can take on any man. Velveteen Dream will take on all the men. I'll take on the whole locker room, because the dream always ends up on top. Because the dream likes it on top. Roderick Strong, you want to go one-on-one with the dream, well then you got to give the dream an experience. Don't take too long. Dream over. His music hits and he's rolled back out into the... <laughs> I love how they roll him out on a couch. I lo- it's, the, it's the high heels as well. It just makes it look really awkward as they're rolling. It's like, you could just hop off Dream. No, roll me. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was fine. Typical Dream... Yeah. Uh, promo building up to the feud. I found the transition between the last match and this a bit weird. Yeah. Because I it was interrupting the camera. Yeah, the camera was kind of focusing on Shane Thorne. Then he came out, and at one point, like Dream points the camera and goes Roderick Strong, and he's pointing to where you think Shane Thorne right, still is, right. and it's like, no, <laughs> no, no Dream, wrong guy. That's wrong not guy. him. That's not him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought nothing. Nothing he said was of. I like the. I like when he gets cheeky and like he's like, yeah, I like to be on top and yeah. the whole locker room of men. Like he's purposely. The Mastercard thing was kind yeah, of like yeah, cool, yeah. But- like he's always trying to be cheeky, and I get it. But I'm I'm now really interested in this one on one match. Yeah, I, I need to see that. That could be the match maybe advertised for uh, some of the live shows coming up for mm. USA Network because I think I think that they'll deliver. Like they might not be the two biggest names, but. When you put that on TV, they'll, they'll deliver. It's it's one of the things I really hope sticks with NXT moving live mm. is the... In two weeks' time, we have this. Next week, we have this. Because they do it every week. Sure. They promote for what's to come. And I obviously, that, that's yeah. because of the taping structure. I would really love if they keep that. Because it, it makes you want to tune in. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, what's this next week? WWE, oh, it's this match. They used Great. to do it in WWE, and they stopped. I don't understand. Like, they wonder why Ray well, like, used to tell me what I'm getting. He used to be like, yo, next week, the world title match, Shawn Michaels, Triple H. That's what you're getting. I'm like, dude, now I know tomorrow, now next they, week. Now they tweet out in the morning yeah, what it's going like, to be. They you. tweet out in the afternoon that the match has changed, and then there's no mention of it at all when yeah. it comes to the show. It's just like, you got to... It's, it's the same with buying tickets to wrestling. You can't just be like, yo, we're coming to Toronto. It's like, no, 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 you got to tell me what I'm paying for. Mm. Because am I paying for Triple H, Shawn Michaels, or am I paying for the Hurricane versus Jamie Noble? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you got to let me know what, what I'm in for. So when you tell me weeks ahead for a show, it actually brings it, the draw in. Yeah. If you tell me in two weeks Velveteen Dream's going to face Roderick Strong live on the USA Network, yeah, then I'll I think for two also weeks. with it being up against AEW, they've got to do that. You have to. They have to. If you know, okay, so... This week, AEW's I, already announced matches for well, that. AEW, it's like the the tag team final or whatever is this yeah. date, and you go, oh, but that's up against uh, Adam Cole, Adam and Johnny Cole, Gargano, Johnny Gargano, or, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's it like uh, 
AEW's already advertised that the world title is going to be defended for the first time, like on their TV, mm. on a specific date. So they're already doing that. Where I think NXT does have to. You do want to get me away from the other show. Like yeah. realistically, I'm in my late twenties. I like this type of wrestling. I like the more raunchiest shit. They want me. You, you got to win me over. You got to mm. pull me in, and I'll totally be pulled in if you do that. Uh, and this is where they remind us that in two weeks, in fact, Adam Cole will defend his NXT title against Jordan Miles. And then next week on this very show, it will be the Undisputed Era versus the Street Profits for the NXT Tag Team Titles. I don't read ahead. But now we go to our main event. Killian Dane versus Matt Riddle. Killian Dane comes out without his Tool shirt on, which is a shame because that new Tool song is a banger and the new album is going to be crazy. And he's not wearing the Tool <laughs> shirt. I don't know what's happening with that. Um, I liked his new music. I thought his entrance video was yeah, kind of cool. Like the, with it, it had the stuff from his promo yeah, videos, yeah. Uh, like the film reel and the, crashes or the stuff going on in Ireland. Political shit, yeah. Um, his look looked a bit better. I've been saying that he looks too much like Bray Wyatt. I think the wet hair helped. Uh, his leather jacket kind of helped it. Still, now he's he's Dean Wyatt. Dean Wyatt, because he's like everyone's going for that Dean look. Baron Corbin's wearing it now. Yeah, everyone's going for that Dean look. They he left a load of stuff in the locker room and they go, oh, got Dean's clothes. <laughs> yes, this um, but yeah, his look was fine. Yeah, I quite liked the the entrance. He does look like he should be in Gallus though. Yeah. Just a big hairy white dude. Yeah, I look like I could be in Gallus. Join. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Be like, do you want a hype man or something? <laughs> I, I can. I can. Can you do a Scottish accent? We've got a piper down. We've got a piper down. How's that? Sure. <laughs> I'm I'm part Irish. I mean, I can do that better. Uh, Killian Dane. He's waiting in the ring. Matt Riddle's music hits, but. A taste of your own medicine. He attacks Killian Dane from behind, from the opposite side of the. He clearly ran through the crowd here. He starts attacking Killian Dane. He's beating on him, and usually in his entrance, he kicks off his flip flops. Mm. Right? He didn't have time to do that, so now he throws his flip flops off in a in a sea of rage. But one of them goes into the crowd. So someone caught his flip-flop, and you could tell he's like, fuck. <laughs> no, it, it hit a yeah, kid in yeah, the face yeah, in the second row. <laughs> you could and see he looked mad watching. for a second, yeah, and then it was you, like, oh, I've got Riddle's flip-flop. <laughs> Matt Riddle looks over and is like, fuck, those are my Nikes. He's like, fuck, those are the good ones. <laughs> those aren't just the WWE shop ones. Fuck. Uh, hopefully the kid's okay. Hopefully he got to keep the flip-flop. Hopefully there's no he blood didn't, on it. I'm sure he's fine. It wasn't yeah. quite Jay Lethal yeah. throwing a ladder at someone <laughs> at MSG. Yeah, fair. Um, hopefully there's no blood on that flip-flop. Yep. It went in the kid's face. Get tested. Um, <laughs> the match starts because Riddle's just beating the hell out of Killian Dane. He's hitting roundhouse kicks to the chest, which is crazy because even in uh, a shirt... Riddle has the striking ability to make the sounds of kicks, yeah, the slapping noise. Even when the guy's wearing like a leather jacket and shirts, it's crazy. What a beast. Uh, hits the roundhouse kicks. Uh, Beth Phoenix says this reminds her of George Foreman. I don't know why, but I like it, Beth. Cool. Keep doing it. Um, he is fighting against uh, Killian Dane, but Dane finally counters and does his running cross-body block which looks really cool. I always like this crossbody because yeah, he he's such it. a big guy and you yeah. you go, ah, that hurts. Yeah, definitely. Um, this is the part of the match where Mauro Ronaldo mentions that Matt Riddle has recently been calling out WWE legends 
but instead has his attention turned to Killian Dane and should keep it that way. Well, I was thinking they're not going to do this, but what's a better way to get eyes off that first week against AEW than Matt Riddle versus Bill Goldberg in full sale? (laughs) Or just tease it. I'd I'd totally watch that. (laughs) Matt Riddle comes out with a live mic and just talks shit about fucking Goldberg and then Goldberg comes out. His music hits, he's walking through the car park, and bram, gets taken out. <laughs> oh my god, no! During his entrance. No! Wow. Did you see that it's video? Start of Bill to Mania. You see that video is going around on Reddit and Twitter? It's like, yeah, Goldberg has famous long entrances. But oh, the, the one from New, the J- New like, Japan one? You know, from like the Tokyo Dome show. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> oh my god, I watched it. It's so funny. <laughs> he walks like two he, blocks. Dude. He gets changed yeah. during his entrance. <laughs> He's in his leather jacket, shirt and jeans. Goes into a changing room. Changes for two minutes. Comes back out. It's walks another two blocks. Okay, go Google Goldberg longest entrance ever Japan and find this video. Someone has it. It's... He... He's not even at the Tokyo... He's, like, in Tokyo Dome City, which is part of the, like, little outside thing. It's so fucking funny. Goldberg's the greatest. Uh, yeah, Matt Riddle versus Goldberg for the live takeover uh, NXT show. Let's book it. Uh, I just thought it was funny that Morrow mentioned that. Yeah, they've they've been making it quite public because yeah. there was the... the Was it Watch Along or something on the yeah, network yeah. where Riddle's talking about his encounter yeah. with Goldberg at SummerSlam? It's crazy. Um, yeah, they're... It's going to happen. I feel they've referenced it too much in the last few weeks that I think they're building up to something. Could be. Could be down the line. I, I'm sure Goldberg's got a few of those, whatever he did on SummerSlam, in him, which I thought was really funny. It was, it was, was fun. Really, yeah, I actually quite enjoyed that. Toronto love Goldberg. Apparently. They've made it. <laughs> Two and O, baby. Yeah, like, he's, <laughs> it's his town now. I don't understand why, but yeah. <laughs> um, there's a, a gut buster and rib breakers from Killian Dane working the, the injured ribs and back of the midsection, really, of Matt Riddle. Um, Matt Riddle, though, fires back. He hits the, the bro buster, which looked crazy considering the, the size of Killian Dane. But Matt Riddle lifts him up for that like nothing. He hits a series of forearms in the corner, then a T-bone exploder. He hits the broton. Um, he goes for like these elbow strikes, but it gets blocked. They scuffle back and forth. Um, there's like a crazy bridging deadlift German from Matt Riddle. Again, Killian Dane is big. Riddle's strength is ridiculous. <clears throat> he, he must, I want to see more of him train. He's just pure muscle. He's so, such a beast. I don't understand how he can do this. Like, like. Yeah, this is a, a move where both guys know what's happening. It, the guy's going to land safe. Everything's fine. But to have the strength to lift someone that way, that that is that heavy, is just so insane to me. Uh, just crazy. Um, he hits the German there, which looked like he kills Killian Dane. Mm. But only a two count. Uh, he hits a... Uh, sorry, I think Dane now goes and hits the, the cannonball for only a two. Um there's a senton attempt from Dane, but it is countered into a choke from Riddle. Looked very precise, looked very great here, but um, Dane gets out of that. There's the bro to sleep, and then if I thought him German suplexing him was impressive, this power bomb was crazy. Oh, yeah. They replayed it a few times, and I actually rewound because I just had to. I had to hear the glorifying sound of a splat. <laughs> I just love hearing when people get power bombed. Matt Riddle. Power bomb. He hits the power bomb, and then 
hits you with the flash knee like right yep. away. This series of moves is just crazy. But what's crazy is Killian Dane kicks out of this at two. Um, there's the Broton off the top rope, but it's countered with knees from Killian Dane. He then throws Riddle shoulder first into the ring post. Then there's a, a, they're fighting on the outside. Um, there's a powerbomb attempt, but Riddle gets like... It was like almost like a backdrop, but instead he gets dropped face first onto the steel Yeah, this steps. looked kind of nasty. I think it was meant to be a backdrop. Uh, I think Morrow said it was, mm-hmm. they're both very sweaty and slippery. Slipped. Slippery, uh, guys. This, this didn't look deliberate. No, uh, and in fact, it, it busted him open. He was bleeding mm. from the mouth, and I think this is the move that did it. So Matt Riddle eats some steel steps there, and if that's not enough, he's then laid out on top of the steps... And then Dane hits his senton over Riddle onto the steps. And then if that's not enough, from the apron to the outside, he hits a Vader bomb, rolls him into the ring, hits another Vader bomb, hits another Vader bomb, three Vader bombs, and Killian Dane pins Matt Riddle with blood just dripping from his mouth there. Killian Dane beats Matt Riddle. I thought this NXT. was great. Yeah, I thought this great was a great way to re-debut Dane. Whoa, he looks yeah, like definitely. a killer. I thought this was a fun match. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm sure we're going to see this again down the line. I think so. It obviously continues. After the match, Matt Riddle is shown bleeding, but he gets to his feet and chases Killian Dane. Now, another WWE.com exclusive. They put the video on YouTube and on their Twitter, on NXT Twitter. And... They continue fighting. Uh, the, the cameraman follows them. They are fighting outside. It's like daytime from when they were still doing these tapings. And they're outside, and it's like this little contained area. They clearly, like, cornered off here for this this bit. And it's Riddle, like, uh, getting the upper hand. But Dane turns it around and just beats the fuck out of Matt Riddle. He throws him into these, like, metal doors, these metal, like, gates and grates. And then there's a ladder. He slams a ladder on him. He does the, the senton onto him, injuring his ribs even more. And uh, someone's like, you don't need to do this, Dane. You don't need to do this. And he's like, yes, I do. Um, so a back sent on onto Riddle, onto the ladder, looked uh, onto the ladder, onto Riddle. And uh, that's how this video ended here. But I quite enjoyed this match. Dane and Riddle, I thought, delivered. I think I would like to see them go at it again. Mm. Um, something we need now with uh, live TV programming week to week, two hours, is continuing feuds. Um and it's hard when you already got to see the match because then it's like, well, I've seen it already. Yeah. But when you want to continue things, it's like for these two, you need to see some sort of like false count anywhere or something. Well, like yeah, I thought I thought this was a great match. Violent. but definitely left me wanting more. Yeah. I definitely can see more coming out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I thought this was good. Yeah, I, I think Matt Riddle is a star. You you oh, watch yeah. him. I don't know how you can't like Matt Riddle. Um, my. I feel we've been very down on NXT the last we few have, weeks. Yeah, I think this was a huge step in the right direction. This was definitely the I right I thought way. we saw some good matches, some mm-hmm. good story progression. I really enjoyed this episode. No, I, I completely agree. I thought this was really, really great. I like how they they did everything that we've been complaining about. Like, they did everything right that we've been yeah, saying they absolutely. haven't been doing. They've been telling us what direction they're going into with the beginning of the show, with everyone telling us what their, what titles are defended and such. We know what storylines are going which way. Everything's going in the right direction. This move to USA is going to be a good move, I think. Right. Shall we go to feedback? Yes, you go first. Sure. We have Chris Thunder from Down Under. 
first time in a long time. Yes, I finally renewed my WWE Network subscription since I cancelled shortly after WrestleMania. Well, wait. First time, long time. First time, long time. <laughs> first time in a long time. In a long time. <laughs> uh, while I enjoyed the match between Shane Thorne and Bronson Reed, I was underwhelmed by the crowd because if this was anywhere in Australia, the crowd would have been red hot. Mauro had a nice line of, these men work at a, work from a land down under. But meat pie offense, what the fuck, Nigel? <laughs> I'm still hopeful for the mighty to be reformed in NXT with leader Shane Thorne and tag team Bronson Reed and Brendan Vink, as they were all part of TMDK in Australia. Ah. Plus, Rhea Ripley would be a perfect fit fighting for the women's championship. Ooh, Sanity couldn't do it. Undisputed Era can't do it. I still want my faction draped in NXT gold, damn it. Questions. As no TV deal has been announced for NXT in Canada, I assume that you will be watching two hours on Thursday night and recording on Thursday night, Friday morning. Um, we'll find a way to keep it pretty much the same as we will it be has doing. Been. Yeah, we will be aiming to do our up next every Thursday, kind of the same style we've been doing it this way. Yeah. Whether it be us watching Wednesday nights live, watching Wednesday nights on a delay, or watching Thursday mornings, we will have up next every Thursday. Still the way that we've been doing it. Every way you've been finding us, it will continue the same way. Just a little longer each week. Yeah. Uh, question two. If you were booking NXT for the first week head-to-head -head with AEW, would you treat it like a full-sale takeover and load the card that night with championship defenses? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, when When is the AEW? October 2nd? The Wednesday? Uh, it's Yeah, so I think we got two weeks of NXT. Yeah, cool. so that makes sense. Okay, It'll be so that, of October. that Wednesday... Is when the prophecy gets fulfilled. <laughs> oh, you'd have all those. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's what I think. Yeah, I, I think you've absolutely got to load that show. We go to Eva from London. Unlike most, I do read ahead, so I knew the results tonight, and I was only engaged in the Dane Riddle match. Well, that's not fun. Even I don't try to read those. <laughs> uh, he, she says, do you think VKM will take control from Triple H? Uh, well, I'm reading that, you know, a lot of people... Uh, think that Triple H isn't, uh, that Vince McMahon isn't going to be involved. Um, it sounds to me like Triple H is going to be running everything WWE in the years to come. So, I mean, yeah, I, we'll I okay. don't see why he, yeah, he sh should. And uh, he's got too much going on. I don't know how he, he wasn't even could. involved on raw this week. Yeah. So who knows, uh, on either uh, next question on either the debut broadcast or October 2nd with the clash of AEW, do you see any of the titles changing hands to pop ratings? Well, I just said that the prophecy should come true that night, but uh, that that is also uh, something that you could do. Also, you don't need to necessarily change titles, but have good matches or maybe uh, a re-debut, a debut, or something. Or a big, like a Angle. big turn, yeah, something like that. Something crazy that happens. Um, uh, they got some more questions here. I know we are all wrestling fans, but if you had to choose a side for Wednesday nights, what side are you choosing? Well, I have to choose NXT because I do this show. <laughs> Go for it. We don't have to choose. No, you don't it's have to. It's 2019. Yeah. Like, you can watch all. Uh, mystery. Not thrilled about the Mia Shane feud potentially continuing. Big oof. I don't think William Regal is either, by the sounds <laughs> of it. Uh, also, a complete lack of EO in tonight's broadcast disappointed me. Hopefully there is something next oh, week. Oh, EO, 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 EO. Yeah, I want more EO, too. Always more EO. I tried explaining EO Shirai to uh, my mom. Yep. It's like, there's this Japanese wrestler. And uh, she, 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 she fights, and she's, she's good. And I was like, oh, okay. 
My mom also didn't know that we had a cutout of Kyrie Zane because I was showing her pictures of the tailgate. She's like, what is that? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. She probably explained that we have a cutout of a Japanese women's wrestler in our apartment. Just thought I'd let you know. Uh, Ari from Montreal. So I guess you guys are also getting your main roster call-ups. This week was an average episode, but excited about the Keith Lee Dijak feud. I'm not even gonna try to spell his WWE name. Yo, dude, that's why I just call him Dijak. I don't, I don't, I don't fucks with that. Uh, number one, do you guys think because of the move to USA, uh, they knew this decision and that's why they didn't do any title changes in Toronto? And number two, John and Way were talking about maybe Zayn or Nakamura going back to NXT. However, they said it's awkward, like. Going back to high school after you graduated. Also, as we've seen, main roster guys usually are sent to put current roster guys over. That being said, who would you want to see on NXT after the move? And who do you think will end up going? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people obviously want to see the Nakamura and the Sami Zayn's and the Finn Balor. You want to see the people that were already there. But I'm more interested in seeing people that weren't there. Mm. I'm, I'm more interested in seeing guys like uh, Austin Theory, who I haven't seen a lot of. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to show up right away. Obviously, he's not going to show up right away. He's, he should be uh, still kind of on the bench, so to speak, for a little while. But I'm more interested in seeing characters. like. But what about uh, main roster guys who yeah, haven't I don't know. been to we're, we're Wrestling fans, we're like... We're like taught a certain way. Like once we see you booked in a certain angle for the rest of your life, you're Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. You are not moving out of that position. You're Tyler Breeze. You're Tyler Breeze. You're stuck that way. Unless, you know, you change drastic things like Bray Wyatt changes his thing to the game. The, the fiend, even that is still, it's still him. I just, I don't know who I'm like, well, Oh, bring the only reason I want to pe- bring, bring people back. Like the only reason I would want Nakamura or Sami Zayn to be brought back is literally just to have big profile matches. Yeah. And think back to the Cesaro, Sami Zayn feud. Yeah. Cesaro was a main roster guy. Cesaro won that feud, but it put over Sami Zayn yeah, big. Exactly. You can put over a guy in a loss. Mm-hmm. And I do think, I do think it feels, do the raw guys then. Bring I do think it feels people. weak when you, when you bring someone back just to lose against everyone. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind see Sami Zayn against, say Jordan Miles or mm-hmm. something in a little feud that Sami sure. Zayn is here just for that feud has killer matches makes everyone go wow this Jordan Miles guy is great mm-hmm. Jordan Miles loses but he's gone up in people's estimation of him and then Sami goes back to main roster because like I'd like to see more that kind of thing rather than what's been happening with Tyler Breeze where he's come in oh, yeah. lost to everyone and I think although Sami Zayn's been jobbed out a lot in the last couple of years I think a lot of people still see his talent and him, yeah. see he's in a position. No, he's he's not he's not where totally he should buried. Be going no, up. I don't yeah. think he's to- one of the totally buried guys. Uh, I just I want I want more of the raw if USA like you said it's they're they're the same company almost so mm. it's like you can bring people in and out through that. I, I don't mind that. I just don't want to see like Nakamura Nakamura comes in and now he's like champion and now he's in the main thing here. It's like mm. okay, you sure if that's the route you want to do as long as you're providing me. Uh, good matches, good matches, and good, and good stories. stories. Then I'm fine. Doesn't matter. That yeah. doesn't doesn't matter. But you, most of the time, when bringing in older faces, it doesn't really deliver. So I, I, if it, if you can, then do it. Yeah, fuck yeah, do it. Okay, we go to Pick Japan. Greetings. <clears throat> NXT vocabulary statistics. Opportunity word count. Four occurrences within first ten minutes. But man, speak is just a turn off for me, and I fear it's only going to get worse. His reaction to Mansoor, a bit of a downgrade for him to be losing on NXT after winning the 50-man Battle Royal, don't you think? Uh, 
No, I think... I, I did find it weird. Because they're literally like, he won the Battle Royal, he beat everyone, and then he lost in like two, three minutes. I was like, oh. Even if NXT now is no longer seen as developmental and some of the experienced talent may just spend the rest of their careers in NXT, I think Mansoor is good enough to make it on Raw and SmackDown and should be given that chance. I think the guy's really young, though. I think there's, oh, okay. there's time to like season him more. Uh, now to the elephant in the room, which I expect you to have discussed at length before getting on the feedback section. The imminent changes to NXT. Watching Thorn versus Reed, I was struck about how generic these two guys are. It was underwear model versus the big boy. Both guys would rate as good talents for your local pub wrestling show, but on a major network, a match like this just seems like a little too bland. I was not engaged in the match, though initially I was curious to see if Reed had anything more to offer than what we saw in the breakout tournament. Mm. I kind of disagree. I think I like I like these guys feeling a bit more indie on NXT. I think it's what makes it feel different. And sure. I think we'll get more eyes on it because you'll get the casual people going, oh, this doesn't quite look as as glossy as WWE and right. might see it as a different product. Well, that's what indie wrestling has that like grimy charm. It's yeah. got that like dive bar charm. It's got that like, oh, it's indie wrestling. Yeah, yeah, drink a beer, throw someone into a cheese grater in the crowd. Like, you know mm. what I mean? Like it's like that roughness, but I think NXT is more so like the it's it, they're they're pushing it as like before their stars, before their John yeah. Cena's, before they're this, you can watch them on this show, which I don't know, maybe just aim this show to be more just geared towards people my age. So can the new two hour NXT get away from these type of developmental matches? I think they have to get away from those type of matches if they are going to draw eyes away from AEW. Matches like Thorn Reed or Yim Bourne cannot compete with the likes of the Young Bucks or even full on Joshi matches, which I expect to see once in a while on AEW. I I disagree personally. I think that's one of the the charms and interests of NXT is seeing these guys develop and you don't view them as lower card guys. I find you see these guys, I don't switch off as I would seeing a Heath Slater versus Sin Cara. Yes and Raw. no. Uh, yes and no. Whereas I see it as these guys who have potential to move up, whereas I see a Heath Slater and Sin Cara and saying, see them in that position. You're saying that because look at the match we got this week. If it was uh, like... I don't know. Think of like some of the jobbers we have seen a bunch of times. Then you would be checked out. Bronson Reed and Shane Thorne are just the two guys right now mm. that were like put in this slot. And yeah, it was like a little interesting storyline. They're both Aussie, and it intrigued me. But most of the time, NXT throws together Damian Priest, Mansoor, like out of nowhere. And if they keep doing that, that definitely would make me change the channel. Like if I tune in right now and I saw Mansoor versus Damian Priest, I'm not watching that. Like. I, I, I write notes and do a podcast, mm. but I'm not watching that. Right. I'm going to tune in to see what the Young Bucks are, are saying. And then maybe I'll tune back. I don't know. I feel like wrestling fans are so impatient these days. Like, look, everyone's already asking us, who do you cho who do you choose? You can only pick one side. Like, mm. dude, that's not us saying that. That's yeah. a lot of people. So I feel like a lot of people are like, you can't show me Damien Priest doing shitty record roll of the dice when I can change the channel and watch something else. But I also agree with you because, yeah... This is what this show is for. You're supposed to see the new faces and the new But hasn't people. it been, in, like, for me, as a fan of NXT, I've loved watching the journey of, say, a Velveteen Dream, 100%. who I think, well, knowing before I started being on the podcast, listening to you, yeah. he'd have been one of those guys that made you change the channel. 100%. And I like the idea of watching these guys, seeing them develop and change and grow, and Dream will be a champion one day. One day he'll be WWE. Um, so... 
So it's one of the charms of NXT, which I don't think you get on main roster. And I, I, I hope they don't lose that. We'll see. We go to David George from Manila, Philippines. Hello, BFFs. Friends. Friends. I'll make this wrestling short. Friends. <laughs> We're your wrestling friends. Um, the first match is kind of a mediocre to me, even though Mansoor is new in this town. He has a lot to learn in NXT. Nonetheless, keep it up until you make it to the top. Side note, his suicide plancha kind of sparks on me what Edge did to Jose Estrada Jr. years ago. Uh, wow, that's a throwback. Yeah, that was the first time Edge over the top. Edge's first match injures a guy. Great to see two Aussies fighting each other in the ring. Good match. Great, brutal, but shocking main event. There's no question about it. Questions, is Cameron Grimes related to Rick Grimes? Yes, he is. Yes, yeah. He's his son. Yeah. It's Carl. And, Carl. Uh, and Frank Grimes Carl. from The Simpsons. Frank Grimes? Yeah, grimy. Homer's nemesis who dies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're all related. Yeah. All related. Yeah. Uh, what happened to Tana- Tanara Conchi? What is her status? Uh, I don't know, but I follow her on Instagram. She's looking... She's busy. Yeah, she looks She looks like she's okay. She looks like she's doing okay. Um, another question. How do you compare Damien Priest's finisher to the one by Cody Rhodes? Cody Rhodes does it better. Yep. Uh, it's, it's, that's a move. It all depends on the guy selling it, actually. Crossroads looks cool, but when you do Crossroads on, like, Kenny Omega... It He'll looks like spike himself. Yeah, he yeah. looks like he dies. Yeah. You do it on someone who's maybe not experienced, it just kind of looks okay. Uh, any word of inactive wrestlers as of now for NXT? Well, I don't know, because anyone who's been waiting for a shot, they're probably going to get some sort of TV time, considering mm-hmm. there's two hours to fill now. Like, I, I foresee seeing Chelsea Green okay. being on TV very soon in the world of NXT, especially live on TV. Good-looking, very talented girl. Didn't Santana Garrett just... Santana Garrett just got signed. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo and Chelsea Green are doing this VXT thing on their Instagrams and Twitters. Okay. I imagine they're... Yeah, we haven't seen Deanna for a while, and she's good. They've they've been pairing up, so I I imagine you'll see them on on TV very soon. Uh, P.S. I can't wait for NXT to be two hours. Let's hope that it will be a success. Also... That up next theme you got there is awesome. The intro tunes reminds me of the one by Austin Aries, the WWE one. Uh, keep up your good work, besties. Take care and God bless. I'm going to have to re-listen to Austin uh, Aries' theme. I cannot remember it. That's okay. I remember when he was in WWE. Wow. Yeah. Remember? Uh, we have Breng77. Good show overall. Easily the best Damien Priest has looked. Nice to see him move more toward a power game with less striking other than close range knees. He needs to drop the arch thing, though. It adds nothing toward making him interesting. Yeah. Good to see the breakout guys getting used as well. Main event was awesome, and having Dane win is the right choice for now. A damaged riddle can afford a loss. It makes Dane look like a monster, and the feud can continue, giving them both something to do once NXT goes live. I mean, having that main event on one of the early USA shows would definitely draw interest. The only down was the Mia vs. Shayna continuation. Mia struggling a bit, a bit against Bourne was no good, but especially she should have done something with the stupid sticker after the match. Shove it in Bourne's mouth or knock out Aaliyah and stick it on her. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Leaving it on made her look dumb. Then the continuation of her feud with Shayna isn't interesting unless she is going to start a faction to fight back or something. She has lost to Shayna twice Ooh. now. Clean. So you know where Mia Yim's heading? Lower. <laughs> <laughs> the lower card yeah uh, yeah the sticker thing that's so fucking funny uh, we gotta get some we gotta get some stick. I'm gonna take the post stickers and put them on your butt some you upper ones and you won't know 
We'll get some different crowds. <laughs> I don't know if you want to put that on a sticker. You'll get some different people being like, oh, yeah, I'm looking for that. Uh, so that's the feedback. <laughs> Forum.postwrestling.com is where we post that. You can comment or question for the show. We'll read it here every week. But you can go to postwrestling.com and find all of our shows, all of our former mu- movie reviews, our takeover. Look for our Evolve shows coming up this weekend that you got going on. Yep. Look for our Star Wars Attack of the Clones. We'll put up the feedback there this week. That show will be coming out uh, for free. Uh, go download that and listen to that. Um, and... Again, NXT, September 18th, we will be doing a special show to start the season off right. Look for that as well. And look for all the stuff John and Wade do for post-wrestling as well. And follow us on our socials. I am on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow all the stuff I post. I am at the Bray. And I'm at Davey Portman. You can support us by going to ProWrestlingTees.com slash up next and buy a t-shirt from us. We need some new ones. Yeah, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, BDE Official. Uh, We have all the podcasts up on there. We have a couple of them that we did live. We've got the Johnny Gargano video. We've got the TakeOver Tailgate video. And... Hopefully more to come in the future. Yes. So uh, now that NXT is moving to USA Network two hours every week, this show will be continuing full force. We want to be your NXT friends. We want to be your wrestling friends. We want to be the NXT podcast. And damn it, that's what we're doing. So thank you so much for supporting and for listening to us every week. So we'll talk to you every Thursday. Uh, So thank you. Goodbye. And be safe. Ahoy! Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.